The Spanish Announce Table. It is episode 428 of the Spanish Announce Table. We are coming to you live. If you're not listening to this later on the podcast, that is, you are listening slash watching us live on the YouTube youtube.com slash Spanish Announce Tube, or you can just search for Spanish Announce Table Podcast. You'll find us. You know what the logo looks like. Uh, Come on, man. You know, you love us. So, uh, and if you're just listening on the podcast, man, you're missing out a lot. I'm telling you, like, you could be in the chat right now. Like, we've got Theo P75 and Jeffrey Sills in the chat. Jeffrey Sills says, boys, it's good to see you back after a week hiatus. Great job last week, Tom. But like Arn... But like Arn, you need your Tully to do the technical stuff so you can come in and spine bust some fools, which of course is what, yeah, I like yeah, that. Yeah, I think that would be a good, that's very accurate. Yeah. yeah. Right. And then he I says- I would pull uh, a gun on someone and yeah. you would be the technical person. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'd be like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's, let's talk this out, guys. Uh, <laughs> Jeffrey Sills also says, Spanish announce table, we don't fact check, we just drop facts. I think that's a shirt. I think that's a shirt. We're putting that I on like a shirt. That. Uh, and he I says, like I just finished watching Dynamite. Could not watch it because I have a nine-month son who wanted to ruin daddy's private time. Hey, man, I've got 19-year-olds, and they'll ruin your private time as well. So and I know the feeling. Right? I know the don't feeling. Don't have kids because I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Theo P says, that I know of. Yeah, Theo P says, hurry up already. I can fix T-Mac's tumor by giving him a shoulder breaker. Maybe. It's worth a shot. You won't. He won't. And then he says, yay, with a smiley face, because we're here. We are here, and we've got, man, this is a big week in wrestling, Tom. We've got AEW Dynamite happened. They got yeah. a new show afterwards, All Access. We'll talk a little bit about that. What we won't talk about, however, uh, we, we've discussed. Oh, let's talk about what we won't talk about. We're not going to talk about, yeah. We're not going to be talking about CM Punk's Instagram story. Who no. gives a fuck? Yeah, fuck We're not going to be talking about John Moxley's interview with Renee Paquette, his yeah. wife. Who gives a fuck? It, that, we're going to be talking anything. about, yeah. yeah. We're going to be talking about what we see on screen mm-hmm. on the television shows right. that we watch. Right. So if you're into any of that other stuff where you're like, hmm, I wonder if Brian Pillman Jr. actually has a good friendship with a private party. We don't fucking care. We don't fucking Probably care. But I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, Maybe right. They do. Yeah. Maybe, Maybe they, don't. they do. Maybe I don't, don't care. I don't care about any of them. I, they're they're characters. Because here's yeah. the fun thing. Here's the fun thing that you guys all uh, may not know. John Moxley's not his real name. Yeah. Didn't know if you know that. CM Punk isn't a real person. Yeah. Uh, It's characters. There's a hell of a slogan for the Spanish announce table. We don't care. We don't care. We don't care. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Yeah. If you think we care, we don't. That's the slogan. (laughs) But we had AEW Dynamite, so we are going to talk about that because we saw it on TV. We are going to talk about... ROH Super Card of Honor. This is a super card of honor, so we're going to talk about that. Uh, and we're going to talk about it's WrestleMania. Yeah, okay. Sure. Hey, I'll tell you what my yeah. favorite part of the <laughs> WrestleMania is. As a new uh, hobby of mine of the pro wrestling figure collection and photography, this is the biggest week for that. So there's been a ton of new action figures uh, that were released as far as debuting. And then they'll be released, you know, in the coming months, you got a King Harley race. You got a Mick Foley. You got a RK bro. You got a lot of them to look forward to. So that's my favorite thing. Although that's not what this podcast is about. So what we will talk about is the pro wrestling. So Tim, you want to start with dynamite? 
Yeah, let's start with Dynamite. I, I enjoyed Dynamite last night as an overall um, Ooh, it was thing. good. Yeah, I Ooh. think there's a few things where I kind of a little perplexed. We'll say that. Perplexed on a few things, but we'll get that uh, as we go through it chronologically, as we always do, right? Yeah. There's one thing that I'll say that I would have changed. I'll just say it on the front end to not give you all the tease. Yeah. Um, I would have switched the Kenny Omega match with the Adam Cole match. I think I understood, hey, we're going into all access. It's going to feature Adam Cole. So like the understanding of Adam Cole and then into the new TV show that has him in it. But the payoff of the Kenny Omega match was way better than the payoff of Adam Cole and the confetti. But I digress. Let's go to the start of the show. And it kicked off with Jungle Boy, Jack Perry, taking on the ageless wonder, Matt Hardy, who, fun fact, was the debut match for Stone Cold Steve Austin in the WWF. There you go. <laughs> That's the thing. That is, that, that is a real fact. You can Google that one. I know that one right up here in my mind brain. Um, but yeah, Jungle Boy and Matt Hardy, they're here. They're wrestling. Uh, this was good, but I don't think that the match was the focus. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. The match was not the focus, which is why it was Matt Hardy. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it got Jungle Boy. I think it's easy for us all to cheer on Jungle Boy, especially against Matt Hardy. So I think <laughs> it served its purpose for what comes after the match. Yeah. I will say the thing that I will applaud AEW on doing, <coughs> excuse me, with this match, though, is they furthered another story. Well, man, sorry. Mm-hmm. They furthered another story within Jungle Boy Matt Hardy, and that was Hook taking on the firm. So as you recall, the previous week, we had Hook in a street fight against Stokely Hathaway. Fast forward to yeah. this week, Ethan Page is still trying to, you know, cause shenanigans in favor of Matt Hardy. Well, Jungle Boy's pseudo friend Hook, who has beef with the firm, comes down, takes out Ethan Page. So we get an advancement of that albeit a small one, but at least it's something. Yeah. But then, yes, this match, Jungle Boy winning, served for what would happen afterwards. Right. Now, one thing that was interesting that you got before you got MJF, who comes out, was you did get to see backstage, Sammy Guevara and Darby Allen were watching Jungle Boy's match. So that was a good detail as well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, MJF comes out after uh, uh, after the match. I do like uh, Jeffrey Sills. He says here, uh, Matt Hardy was good. The story is he's making the firm implode from within, which is fun, right? And, and I think they get it. Uh, I, I think we get that. It's just, you know, they haven't really... That's a little... It's almost sticky, that storyline, right? It, it's, it's almost... It's, very set him up, knock him down, right? But it's fine. It hasn't really bothered me. It just kind of, it's not really, I'm not, oh man, I can't wait to see Matt Hardy, ex, you know, explode the firm. I, I, I don't mind the firm, right? I, they're fine. <laughs> so, well, yeah. here's my issue with Matt Hardy doing that is I think it was 2020. That seems right. When Matt Hardy and Hangman Adam Page we're doing the contract thing and Hey, check out, I'm big money, Matt. And I got private party and I'm going to wrestle you for your, so we've been doing this, like people own my contract thing with Matt Hardy for like three years. And yeah. it's enough. It wasn't interesting. The second yeah. time you did it, it was cool when you did it with hangman after that, it's been lame ever since this Matt Hardy firm storyline is the Chris Jericho storylines. 
Yes. Yeah. On steroids. <clears throat> yep. Which which always indicates that it's better. That's yeah. one thing. Side quest here. Isn't it funny that socially we fucking hate steroids? Don't oh, you're on steroids, you piece of shit. Oh, I can't believe that, right? Well, just generally speaking, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Athletes, right. things yes. like that. Mm-hmm. And I understand that with like combat sports, right? Someone shouldn't be enhanced unnaturally sure. over the other person. Non-contact sports, I think it's fine, but I digress. But when we want to say that something's like to the max or even better, we say on steroids. And it's like, do we not fucking get what yeah, we're saying? As like anyway. a positive, right? Yeah, yeah. We don't say like, yeah, artificially, you know. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. I do like how, how you mentioned, though, that uh, the shenanigans, right? We're big fans of the shenanigans here on the Spanish announce table. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it reminded me, you're right. Like he has to do something about it because as we saw on a TikTok this week, uh, you can't you can't let them get by with that shit because if they shenan once, you know that motherfucker's gonna shenan again, and mm-hmm. so you have to you have to put your foot down, right? And that's Indeed. where Matt already did. He put his foot down without bending his knee, which is <clears throat> you know crazy. Yeah, so MJF <laughs> is here and he comes out and he runs down old Jungle Boy Jack Perry, and they review or they reminisce, I should say, about mm. their match from Double or Nothing 2020, where MJF got the victory, and then. MJF essentially says like, Hey man, you're pretty good. Like, I think you're on my level. You know, what would take you to the next level? Uh, forgetting all the losers that are with you, that fucking dinosaur and the small person and old man, Christian, like just do your thing. And to his credit kind of has a point. That's yeah. A bit. I thought I was like, Oh, that's he's right. However, jungle boy probably has his best promo here where he just says, Oh, I wish I was more like you. Oh, I wish I could talk in the microphone like you. Oh, I wish I could, you know, have the confidence you do. Oh, I wish I could just not give a shit about what people think and just like yeah. got in his face. Yeah. And so that was pretty fun. Uh, what yeah. do you think? So, so we got the back and forth and you know, there it was. Right. But what do you think we're leading to a four way match at? I do. The pay-per-view? I, now, unless they pivot because of how good, jungle boy did here because you're right i feel like this was the best jungle boy promo i've seen and he really maybe be like all right kick his ass jungle boy right i was really kind of getting behind it <clears throat> but i think next week we're getting one of the others right we're gonna get sammy guevara is gonna come out and they're gonna have their showdown mjf and and sammy guevara are gonna do the same thing right and then it's gonna mm-hmm. be darby allen and mjf do we got this many weeks am i am i miscounting oh yeah here? it's like may it's yeah, may yeah. yeah so yeah that's what i think we're gonna get I think we're going to get three straight weeks of each of them having a long form promo off with MJF. That's just a guess. No, that feels right. I think if we do go that route, the most interesting one for me is going to be if they decide to do internally, right, amongst the three of them, and you get Darby Allen and Jungle Boy, right? Because it's easy because Sammy Guevara's heel. So you could easily do the same shit kind of with MJF that you could do with Sammy to a lesser extent. But when you got you know, school shooter Darby Allen and, uh, you know, shampoo, great uh, yeah, shampoo and, well, I mean, it's everything. Yeah, right. Well, yeah. When can it not be great? Time? <laughs> yeah. yeah right. And then you got the right. shampoo endorsed jungle boy, Jack Perry. What are they going to say to each other? You know what I mean? He does. He's a poster boy for Vidal Sassoon. Right? Yeah. I'm oh, a million old guy reference right there. Um, yeah. yeah. Hey, listen, you say, if it's not till May, we've got, Time to do this whole round robin. Everybody mm-hmm. square off against everybody. We keep score for fuck's sake. Yeah. Um, why not? Why not do that? 
Yeah, I'm just going to be curious on what that looks like. Baby face, baby face, but two polar opposites, right? It's not like, you know, the classic WWE baby face, baby face, where they're kind of similar. You know what I mean? You had John Cena and Shawn Michaels. It's like, well, they're going to probably say the same thing and just, I'm the better man. But like Darby's motivations and Jungle Boy's motivations are like polar opposites. So that would be very interesting. But we'll see what happens. Yeah, we will. All right, then we go backstage in what I thought was one of the quicker segments that was also the most interesting. And so we got Kenny Omega. He's getting taped up backstage. Alex Marvez, being as lost as ever, stumbles into the locker room. And Don Callis says he requested this time to to talk to Kenny Omega in front of the people. And he said, hey, last week, that was a complete mishap by me. I stumbled. He didn't do anything. Hangman did nothing to me. He's obviously referring to the end of the previous week's uh, Dynamite where Hangman was looking at the Blackpool Combat Club. Don Callis grabs his arm or something and then throws himself to the ground. Kenny Omega is like, why did you hit Don Callis to Hangman? That's how we end the show. So fast forward to this. Don Callis is like, that was complete misunderstanding. Complete misunderstanding. I fell. And you know what? I owe it to Hangman. I'm going to go apologize. On the, fir- on the surface level, that's great. However, if you yeah. caught this little detail where he said, but Kenny, I got a question for you. Why did you act that way towards Hangman if you did think he actually hit me? Like, isn't he your friend? Mm. Why, why did you walk out and, you know, essentially chastise him as we closed out the show? Kenny didn't answer, right? Right. That, I think, is interesting. Uh, So we'll put a pin in that and come back to that a little bit later. So we go back. Oh, actually, we don't go to the ring yet. We go to another vignette, and it's uh, 2.0 on behalf of the Jericho Appreciation Society taking the acclaimed out to see St. Louis, which that seems like it would fucking suck. And Yeah, we recommend against that. Oh, my God. Two reasons why. There's nothing to do, and you'll get shot. So just fuck St. Louis. Um, sorry if you're listening in there, but I think your city sucks. I mean, you got an arch. That's fucking lame. Uh, it's a shit city. Anyhow, you guys lost two um, NFL teams. Yeah, you guys lost two NFL teams. It did. <laughs> oh. Two of them. Oh, God. And then the other one from the XFL went out of business. Yeah, yeah. Trying and again though. They're gonna try again. Yeah. They're gonna give yeah. it a, the, another one. This oh, one's man. gonna work because we got the Rock now. Yeah, no, it won't. Um, But they're taking Billy Gunn and the acclaimed out, and they're just whining and dining them, uh, you know, giving them the best of St. Louis, and the acclaimed love it. And at the end of this segment, 2.0 goes, all right, so let's do the damn thing. And the acclaimed go, you know what? We'll give you the answer next week. So, Tim, what do we do here? Oh, they're going to do something fun, right? They're going to... They're going to give him fucking wet willies and, and you know, give him the Kansas City punts or something and be like, you think we're joining you, right? Like, they're not going to join the Jericho Appreciation Society. Unless they go like, hey, we're going to tell them we're joining and we're going to fuck with them the whole time. Ooh, I just thought that is what they need to do. They go like, well, yeah, we're buddies, pal, guy, you know, and then just 
just be the turd and the punch bowl the whole way till everybody's like, why the fuck did we invite these guys? <laughs> right? Like, let's run this a couple of weeks. So that's a great idea. However, I will bring up two points mm. that would probably uh, not make the plan go uh, to TV. One, as mentioned by Jeffrey Sills, Matt Hardy's kind of doing that on his own with mm. the firm. Yep. Right. And two, MJF kind of already did this to Chris Jericho's first group, the you Inner better, Circle. That's why it's probably Jericho's idea. Fuck it. <laughs> He's like, let's well, run it that, back. <laughs> well, what I would think would be interesting is, let's say we go with that idea. I think the interesting part would be if Jericho's like, fuck that. We've done this before. I know how this book ends. We're not letting them in. And then 2.0 and Acclaim are like, we're best friends. Yeah. And then it's Jericho like, Fuck this. I know how it ends. Yeah. All right, fine. I'm like, Having him be paranoid would not be terrible. However, I just like with, with this, I think it would be more from a comedic base, right? Like, yes, MJF oh, yeah, did that, but it was all dramedy outside of the, yeah. the fucking dance off showbiz oh, thing they had, whatever that, that was. That was the best. The, uh, <laughs> what was it called again? The dinner Zelda debonair. Dinner. Debonair. The dinner, yeah. yeah. Dinner debonair. Um, yes. So I think, you know, it'd be more like that, right? It would be, you know, the acclaimed setting up fucking pranks and shit. And they're just kind of like, these guys are annoying, right? Like these guys, nobody, why did we invite these guys? Or, or, Ooh, this is fun. Again, we're just having fun here. Riffing. This is one of the fun parts about Spanish down tables. We just riff. Uh, if you're new to the, to the podcast, I think here's another angle to that. That might be even more fun. The acclaim join with the, Full intention of getting 2.0 kicked out of the Jericho Appreciation Society. Yeah. Oh, I so love they're it. just I love it. Even if the moment it happens, they're like, 2.0, you're out of here. And they'll be like, cool. All right, we're out of here too. And they'll be like, what? Be like, yeah, we just wanted to get them kicked out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't want them in here either. Like, and like, yeah, what yeah. the hell? Yeah. 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 That would be funny. I think yeah, that, that would be, would be good. cool. Like the, that could be cool. The ultimate F you to the 2.0. They convince, yeah, they act this. like Jericho's the coolest thing in the world. Jericho, like, befriends them. They'll be like, listen, we don't need this many tag teams, right? Like, we don't, you know, like it, it's cramping our style, right? Like they're in the way, you know, it's, it's bloat for you. Think of all the, the airplane fees you got to cover and the yada, yada, you know? Oh, I was, I was thinking of, that's a good angle. Mm -hmm. I was thinking of it more as 2.0 and the acclaimed are such jackasses hijinks that Jericho and the rest of the group is like, you guys are too fucking much for us. Like you're costing mm -hmm. us matches. You're pulling fire alarms at every fucking city we go to. Like, you're out of yeah, here. You're out of here. And 2.0 and 2.0 is like, that's fine. Acclaimed are our best friends anyhow. And yeah. then the acclaimed are like, nah, yeah, we're nah. good. See yeah. ya. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're all left there. Just you standing. guys are dorks. You smell yeah. bad. <laughs> right. Yeah. That would be fun. Yes. yes. I like both ideas. Okay. Anything. Yeah. All of this could be fun. Yeah. yeah um, but oh, yeah. it's Go going to be, it's going to be. 2.0 or a claim says no to 2.0 yeah. and that's fine or maybe we might get like for a portion of that thing they they're doing what we said right where they're like yeah we'll join they're all having a celebration and then you know poop falls from the sky or something you know oh yeah dx yeah. style right. old guy dx yeah. style mm -hmm. yeah that was yeah. old guy dx that did that right oh, the poop right. on yeah. The, yeah hey guys we're still cool <laughs> <laughs> He likes yeah. cocks. Yeah. No, hey, <laughs> hey dick jokes and this thing. This thing. We're not going to yeah. go down to our crotch like we no, used to. No, it's just up here. It's too far away. Right. This it's thing. too far away. Can't bend over that many times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Plus, right, so my, my prostate's bloated, so every time I do the chop, it kind of hurts, yeah. and I got to pee a little bit. In my, yeah, yeah, so, you know, it's just easier up here, guys. It's Don't get old, kids. Don't get old. Or, 
Yeah, or just don't. Or just don't be a wrestler when you get old. I guess. I was gonna say we're just stop living, but <laughs> yeah. I don't condone yeah. that. Just... Hold on now. Yeah. <laughs> if you want, you know. <laughs> Talk to a friend. I don't know. I don't know who you are. Uh, hey, Consult with a therapist learn. first, but maybe don't live, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Talk to somebody don't. first. Yeah. You know, don't just decide this on your own. <laughs> to consider, though, that there's way too many people on this earth and the resources are not for, there's not enough resources for everyone. So maybe you're doing society a favor. Jeffrey I'm kidding. Sills, oh, Jesus. I'm kidding. <laughs> I was trying to change the subject. Jeffrey Sills in the chat says Jericho blows up on 2.0 for running up his credit card on the acclaim. Nah, it seems like an easy answer, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, th- maybe you even do that. Say, hey, here's our decision. We need one more night out of the town. And then they're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Goes, hey, yeah, we're going to be in Houston next week or whatever it is, yeah. right? Like, yeah. right, you know, last time I was in Houston, we had a blast at this club and this club. And uh-huh. They got yeah. this five-star steak. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Okay. All right, so we get in the ring, kind of, after this segment. Uh, It's Dalton Castle and the boys, kind of wrestling, Blackpool Combat Club. Now, here's the thing that I fucking hated the worst about this. Dalton Castle and the boys has one of the cooler entrances in all of pro wrestling. And I was really wanting to see that. I was geeking out, and then... And then these fucking nerds... Then Claudio comes in and fucks it up and falls on himself. Yeah. God bless America. And so they just beat the boys up and Dalton Castle. Uh, I think Which it's makes Claudio. sense, right? So you got one of these oh, folks who's not percent. really there often. Yeah. It makes sense why they're not coming back next week for retribution because they're not allowed in the building, right? Like they're well, not on the card. And it also makes sense that one of the boys, who I don't even know their fucking names, took the pin, right? Yeah. Like it, no harm, no foul. Uh, and so, again, you make Blackpool Combat Club look like the, the meanest, baddest, you know, heels in the in the locker room which is i think their intention so that's the first part of this segment the second part of this segment is we go backstage and hangman is being interviewed and before he can even get two sentences out don Callis comes up is like hey hey like i said last week was a mishap i i don't know what happened i'm i'm old i fell whatever uh i'm very sorry and he sticks out his hand and hangman's like are you serious he's like Dead serious. Dead serious. Because you're really serious. Dead serious. So as Hangman goes to put his hand out, Blackpool Combat Club comes in and beats Hangman's ass. They kick him in the dick. I think Claudio, on purpose, kicked him in the dick. And then, I don't like to believe dirt sheets and whatnot and all that. However, I saw a tweet that John Moxley, as we saw, punches Don Callis in the face. And then we see Don Callis bleeding from the head. I, in my cynical pro wrestling fandom, thought, well, Don Callis bladed for fucking no reason. Apparently, legitimately, when John Moxley hit Don Callis, he turned too fast and hit an object, and that cut him up the hard way. So he was actually bleeding, <laughs> and not just like on, on like a blade. And so that sucks. <laughs> yeah, that does suck for Don Callis. Um, yeah, Jeffrey Sills in the chat here says, like, I feel like Don is jumping ship. He's Blackpool Combat Club. He got busted open the hard way like Yuta did. I think we're going to get there with Don Callis maybe jumping ship, but I don't feel like he's going to be Blackpool Combat Club. If anything, I think he may have coordinated Blackpool Combat Club to use him for the what he needed here, right? I do think mm-hmm. maybe we're getting this Don Callis is fucking over Kenny Omega for some reason. 
or, or trying to bring him along or something back out of the yeah. thing, right? Yeah. But I don't think he's going like, I'm Blackpool Combat Club now. That would be a weird dynamic. Not going to lie. Kind of interested to see how that would play out, especially given mm-hmm. what we see later in the show. But like, I, I, I don't, it seems experimental at best. Yeah. Right? I feel, I feel at watching this unfold that the motivations of Don Callis is, hey, I've got this guy in Kenny Omega who's probably on his last run. I need to milk this for everything that I can get out of it. And the last fucking thing I need to do is share the money with the young bucks. So we need to get him out of these tag matches. Well, and potentially (laughs) hangman, right? right? But like, we need to get him out of this elite best friends group and on his own to being the best wrestler in the world. Because when he's the best wrestler in the world, that means I'm making more money. Yeah. And so that's where I think the angle is coming from. Now I think so too. And I think like this is where he's like, Hey, listen, guys, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna be talking to Hangman. If you guys were to come in, I know you gotta be with Hangman. If you wanted to talk to him at that point, that's up to you guys, mm-hmm. right? Like like twenty, right? Like or whatever, right? Like yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, so it'll be interesting how Blackpool Combat Club plays into this because obviously they have motivations that we'll see here in a little bit that are a little bit more than just we're getting money, it's cool to beat up people, right? There's a little bit of like hostility and real animosity towards the elite. So they're on a mission. Yes. But what whose mission is it? Right? That's the interesting part. Um, okay, so then after that. Uh, Kenny Omega is backstage. Uh, Jeff Cobb and Kenny Omega wrestle. Jeff Cobb comes out first. Then we go backstage to Kenny Omega, and Tony Schiavone's like, "Hey, man, pretty big match. By the way, your best friend's fucked up." <laughs> He's like, "What?" This was the weirdest segment to yeah. me, right? Because yeah, yeah, Kenny Omega rightfully starts having a fucking like panic attack. He's like, "What? My friends?" <laughs> right? Like he's genuinely concerned this whole time. Credit to Kenny Omega. He's genuinely concerned about his friends. He's ready to leave his own career mm-hmm. aside and go to the hospital, right? Uh, yeah. And this was like, this is a dick move from Tony Schiavone, right? I was like, Tony, no, you wouldn't go up to like Patrick Mahomes before the start of the Super Bowl and be like, bro. Your wife's gotten a wreck. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you <laughs> might tell him you're, you know, but like, you don't be like, hey, your brother got arrested again, right? Like, you're going to save that for after the game, right? Like, save that for after the game. So, interesting. And and honestly, like, if we're we're playing the whole, like, we believe this is real, right? We're watching a a show uh, of a live fighting group. uh, The friends would be like, don't bother him before his fucking match, right? But there was no friends. Yeah. There was no friends. Well, but I mean, but, like, if I'm the one hurt... And they're like, we're going to go tell Kenny Omega right now as I'm loading the thing. Like, no, 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 fucking don't. You know what I mean? Like, don't, don't, don't. Uh, So that felt weird. But again, it's to advance the storyline. I get it. But I was interested because, you know, we get this match, right? We get Kenny Omega, Jeff Cobb, IWGP US title. Uh, I thought that signaled that I was like, oh, Kenny Omega is going to lose this. He's going to be in his own head. He's mm-hmm. going to lose, and then he's going to be like, what Shut the up. fuck? Why did somebody fucking tell me? And who's fucking attacking my friends? And, and what the fuck? Fuck! Right? Like, yeah. that's, that's what we would get, but we didn't get that, did we? But I want to back up just a little yes. bit. Because one thing that I think would be interesting that I don't know if we've necessarily seen consistently in pro wrestling, maybe a little bit in WWE, but now I can't recall. But maybe, you know who could have done that better than Tony Schiavone? 
have RJ City be the one that says, hey, Kenny, by the way, because we don't know if he's a bad guy or a good guy. So we could develop a heel backstage reporter who just goes around to the baby faces telling them the worst fucking news, right? Hey, hangman, your horse uh, got loose and ran away. Yeah. What? Yep, see ya. Yeah. And then just walks out. Like, or they pick somebody cool. else for a number one contender match tonight because they said you hadn't done enough. And be like, what right. the fuck? And yeah. like, right before he's going out for a match, be like, I haven't done enough. <laughs> like, this isn't yeah. for the number one now. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. yeah. Right. If you have art, I think RJ City would be good in that role where he that just comes out and he'd just be like, hey, by the way, babyface, your life is about to suck. Yeah, because he's never like necessarily healed, but he is like a bit socially awkward. Not that he's socially awkward. But that wrestlers are socially awkward, and he's like the outsider trying to be like, "Are you, are you a sane person?" Right? <laughs> like, you're like, you're, are you mm-hmm. so like? But yeah, I like this idea that like, yeah, that he would be the one to just be like, "Hey, your fucking Bitcoin dropped. Uh, you're poor now. Uh, yeah. Good luck in this match." And <laughs> just like, leave hey, out. by the way, like, the cops said they want, need to talk to you after this match. So good luck. Yeah, what? you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Police are waiting for you. Something about a yeah, something about a transaction. And anyway, yeah, yeah. <laughs> something about having you on camera downtown. Yeah, yes. So that yeah, this match, Kenny Omega, Jeff Cobb. Some of the fun details with this that a lot of people pointed out is for one, uh, being an AEW fan, Kenny Omega did not walk out to Battle Cry, the song that we hear when he comes out for AEW matches. He came out to his New Japan Pro Wrestling song, which credit to AEW for the little details, right? This was a new Japan title match with a new Japan wrestler. And then the new Japan uh, or the AEW talent that holds the new Japan title. So it, it made sense to not have battle cry play. I I like that. It was just a good little mm-hmm. detail that yep. made this feel a little bit more unique and special, but we get through this match. And again, it, we get all the fun shits. We get V triggers. We get this and this and this. And then we get the one winged angel. One, two, three. Yeah. Kenny Omega retains. Jeff Cobb rolls out of the ring. <laughs> As he rolls out of the ring, Blackpool Combat Club, they circle like sharks. And Kenny Omega does one thing that I think is really cool is he had his title after winning the match. And he takes the title and he like fins them off with the title he throws the title at them to like keep them at bay and he's looking like fuck the young bucks are are gone don Callis, who is don Callis, but don Callis is gone hangman's beat up left alone it's just me it's just me and so when everything looked absolutely bleak and it was you know an ass whooping on the horizon we hear the music of brian danielson brian danielson walks down and he's like, guys, this isn't what we do. Blackpool, what the, what are you guys doing? And he circles around them. They drop from the apron. A couple of them are even, you know, what the hell are you doing in there, Brian? And they're having back and forths. And Brian offers his hand. And he says, Kenny, you can, you can take my hand. Kenny's even like, what the, no, nah, fuck you. Nah. And he's like, no, seriously, take my hand. He's like, I'm Brian Davidson. Right. I'm, I'm Mr. Integrity. Take my hand. All right, I'll, I'll take your hand. He comes up, and then as soon as he gets to his feet, we see uh, Yuta jump to the apron, and Omega's like, "I'll beat your ass. I got backup." He's like, "I got backup. See, it's my oh!" And then he takes a flying knee right in the mush. Aberdeen face buster. And then here we go. We get all of them kicking their ass. Oh, uh, Brian Danielson puts him in his label lock. 
But then as the segment continues, he then puts just his hands into his nose and just mm-hmm. wrenches back from the nose, which yeah. fucking hurts. Uh, and then is flexing on him and is yelling, you're what's wrong with pro wrestling. You are what's wrong with pro wrestling, which again, I think is more motivation for Blackpool Combat Club than just, hey, here's $10,000, go beat up Kenny Omega's friends, right? Yeah. So now we have, as we've talked about in previous episodes, Brian Danielson was always that wild card, right? He was always kind of yeah. Know, doing we his own a, thing. We actually have a tweet the table about that. Ooh, okay. Um, Reminder that you can follow us on Twitter at Table Show and use hashtag Tweet the Table and we'll read your stuff live on the live stream like Brian J. Baby, who said, I believe you were live tweeting, and he said, I love that they are back together. However, I didn't think they would play it out, or I think I did think they would play it out a little longer, like what you talked about last week, where he comes back and says, this isn't what it's supposed to be. I trust the storyline, though. Hashtag Tweet the Table. And yes, however... It does fit a little odd with the last thing we saw Brian Danielson doing was crying about realizing he's leaving his kids at home. And then like two weeks later, he's like, ah, fuck that murder people. (laughs) Like it just, and maybe we'll get there. Maybe we'll hear, you know, like I was sitting on my couch and I couldn't believe what your dumb ass said. So now I'm here or whatever. But right now I'm left with like, I don't think explain that. Like is Brian Danielson like, is he that impulsive where he's like, I miss my kids. I'm going home. My kids are annoying. I'm going back to the fuck. <laughs> going back no. to the ring. I understand that. And I, I and I do get that. Like, hey, what the fuck? You yeah. just cried less than a month ago and now right. you're beating up Kenny Omega, right? This is what I think is because again, my attention to detail. And again, it could be just me looking into things that don't really exist. However, we always saw, I mentioned this, we always saw Brian Danielson entering from the heel side, heel side, heel side, heel mm-hmm. side, heel side. So again. We're to take everything that we see like it's a play and okay, well, that means this, right? Then we are to believe throughout this entire thing, even though MJF He's is been the heel. devil, he, Brian Daniels, in his heel. So what I thought when he did this is, well, now he thought losing to uh, MJF, he just wasn't a big enough dick. Like he wasn't evil enough to get the job done. He needs to tap into what the Blackpool Combat Club's doing and let's fuck some bitches up and then I'll get my success. I don't hate it. Now, that's just what I'm thinking. Jeffrey Sills, and this is obviously jumping the gun here. He says, Blood and Guts or Anarchy in the Arena, a double or nothing, BCC versus the Elite. I would do. Anarchy in the Arena so, sounds good, but like I just, all I could think about is the first one, which wasn't like serious. Let's, you know what I mean? It was, it was the comedy. It was uh, Eddie Kingston with the fucking gas can. Right. Yeah. I mean, it was all well. The anarchy in the arena wasn't that. The, oh no, I'm thinking of the stadium stampede. That's what I'm. You're thinking, thinking of stadium stampede. Yeah. Yes. Anarchy right. in the arena was they kept playing the yeah. music like it was a New Jack match, and they're going around. Yeah. Here's why I prefer blood and guts to anarchy in the arena, and I know it's been getting better, and so credit to them. Can't credit where credits do. But the fucking camera work. Try to watch that match back. Might not even be the camera work. It's whoever's running the truck, it seems like. Yeah, yeah, it's the truck producer. It's whoever the producer is. It's fucking miserable. And so if I have my choice, for me, I'm picking a cage match because it's easier to shoot. Well, and they generally long shot that to begin with because you got to kind of, you know, the cage gets in the way. So you got to, (laughs) yeah, right. And it's easier, right? Right. Like Mm -hmm. they ain't running into the fucking backstage areas, right? It's just right here. So I prefer that. I also prefer it because anarchy in the arena was fun. 
it was kind of badass, especially how we remember Eddie Kingston with a gas can walking down the, the ramp. If we're being honest with ourselves, even though I thought the match was still really good and the ending was good, but the execution wasn't, what we think about with Blood and Guts is Chris Jericho falling on the crash pads, and we got to get that taste. How about I do you one better? Let's try our hand again at the exploding barbed wire death match. Let's actually now. Let's we'll actually do. deliver on this with all the, you the do fucking all... four on four barbed wire exploding death match. Yeah, Jesus. that's fucking. No. Come on, let's get some combat. Let's do it. No. That's that's too much. Let's get I this mean, place yeah, shut down. <laughs> look, eventually, we, eventually, we need to do that barbed wire death match again because mm-hmm. again, the bad taste it left in our mouth. But with this, I think it'll be. I would I would hope it's blood and guts because again, the lasting image is what the fuck did Chris Jericho fall on? It's like shut the fuck up. You really want him to fall through steel, you assholes. Yeah. But nonetheless, that is how they left him, right? Yeah. Um. So yeah, now we got. The four of them together, united. In hate. Now, here's my question. Yes, here's my question to you. Okay, so it looks like it'll be the Elite and Hangman versus Blackpool Combat Club, mm-hmm. right? I think, leading into this, Yuta should beat Orange Cassidy for the International Championship because if you look at the eight of them, he is the least accomplished, least over of all of them. And so you need to give him some more credibility and for him to go like, Hey, we're all fucking up people. We don't like, well, I hated those best friends and like goes after uh, yeah. orange Cassidy at one more time and then takes the title to where then none of them are champions. Right. Except for him. So where then it says like, Hey, no, I'm as good as you guys. Look at what I have. You know, yeah. that's the one thing because I don't know how he like, again, with the, the talent that they have, how he, I know he fits, but you get what I'm saying. Like, the pecking yeah. order kind of drops down with him. Jeffrey Sill says, I like both, but if you do a blood and guts, you need one more person on each side to catch stuff for Blackpool Combat Club and Ibushi for Elite. And I, I, I mean, I think, yes, they've done five on five both times, but I, don't, I mean, I don't think you have to. You can do four on board. Yeah, yeah, you can do four on board. Unless they're worried about, you know, legal, uh, you know, no, our match is different. It's not four on four. Right? Yeah. No, it's five on five, right? Yeah. Uh, but the War Games is what is four on four, isn't it? I thought so War I think, Games was five on five. Oh, I thought War Games was four on four. I don't know. We don't fact check, but yeah, yeah I get what you're saying. Yeah, but I think you could right. be four on four. They're like, like, like we're, we're McDowell's. Like, we're not McDonald's, right? Right. Exactly. So, um, <laughs> yeah, that was my my thought. Those. Oh, he says Yuta is something. the ROH Pure Champ. Is he still? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, let's be honest. ROH. Hell, then he's got two. Then he looks even. He looks even yeah. sicker, right? He's carrying on yeah. two belts. Well, we'll get to our ROH picks here in a little bit. Oh, yeah. Maybe, I do like he, this won't be, maybe, maybe he, he won't be the pure be. champ, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah. And then the other thing, believing the reports that I see that other people like on my Twitter feed, because Twitter is broken in a cesspool, uh, I've been seeing from people who will retweet it, which I don't want to unfriend them, but I'm thinking about it. That it's being reported by the dorks uh, that write on the internet that Matt Jackson might have a torn bicep. Mm, yeah. Kind of hard to wrestle if you can't move one of your arms. So, uh, yeah, especially in that kind of go? match. It's not like it's a four on four where he's sitting on the edge and never really has to tag in. This is mm-hmm. yikes, yeah. right? This is blood and guts, right? We can't, or it's mm-hmm. anarchy and we can't, uh, you know. 
Yeah. yeah. Anarchy would serve him better because you could just say, let's go to the back. Let's do some pre-tapes, air those so I don't have to do it live kind of thing right. and then call it a day. Yeah, right. That would work. But yeah, yeah uh should be interesting. All yeah, right. Somebody locks him in a trunk and he can't ever get out. Exactly. Yeah. What the hell do I do? Right. Um, all right. So then after uh, all this fun and the Blackpool Combat Club being was whole, fun. It was fun. We yeah. get a video of FTR and the guns <laughs> next week. It is titles versus careers. This is interesting, right? This is interesting. And I am happy with the guns so far being the champs. I like it. Like they're getting better every time I see them. They are still just detestable. Like you look at these guys and you're like, I don't like these guys. Like nobody, I don't think anybody looks at these guys and is like, these guys seem cool. Want to hang out with these guys, (laughs) right? They're unilaterally hated and they're leaning into it. And I just, I I like it so far. And And I like, I, and I, I don't. Man, there's been a whole lot of this with the FTR thing, right? And whether they'll stay or whether they're not, but I, I feel like FTR is going to win this. But uh, yeah, but this is this is fun. Yeah, I think bald FTR is having fun, thinking he's getting one over on everyone. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, ooh, and I again, maybe I'm wrong. I've been wrong plenty of times in the past. Uh, but yeah, I think they resign. I don't think Tony Khan would be that dumb of a businessman. To be like, hey, keep coming on my television as the baby face, and then we're going to have you lose, and then go over to the other company with all the sympathetic, uh, you know, uh, shine maybe. that you can get, right? Maybe. You know what I mean? Maybe. That doesn't make sense. Um, speaking of the ass boys, though, uh, fuck the tall one. Remember? Me and him were having a little cussing match as he was walking back to the ramp. I'll beat his ass. I will. Not even. Man. <laughs> He would get worked. <laughs> I watched him play basketball, and I was yeah. saying basketball is the same as fighting, but he ain't on. <laughs> he ain't on the work. He yeah. might hit a three, but he's getting five across these me. lips. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he ain't <hit> me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, so then we get a title match uh, <laughs> after that video package. It's for the international title. It is Orange Cassidy versus the Butcher which would be interesting if the butcher ever won a fucking match. Yeah. And I ever. get it. He's maybe 30 and 0 on dark, but I'm not, that shit don't fucking count right on dynamite or rampage. He only loses. These motherfuckers don't win. Yeah, They don't win. Mm-hmm. Like, so I mean, come on. Right. Uh, I thought it was a fine match. Right. Like it was fine. Yeah, it was fine. Um, and he's good. I like the butcher and the blades presentation and what they could be. Mm-hmm. Love it. But there just isn't, they've never been given anything to get behind. And yeah, like in no way did I think the butcher might, might mm. be orange Cassidy for a title. <laughs> never mm. crossed my mind. <laughs> yeah. Two reasons. One, he never wins a match. And two, <laughs> name the last time uh, a tag guy got a singles championship. Yeah. Like that was the other thing where it was like, it's Butcher and the Blade. Yeah. Pack? Pack. Well, but he but was that's pseudo. It. I mean, but but yeah. he also is one of the guys that they consider a top Singles. guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. Yeah. And he so was like think, a tag team because he was in the trio when one of the guys was unavailable. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. Yeah. So I think the story from this match, though, that they're trying to tell is, hey, uh, Orange Cassidy's undefeated. He is on a hot streak, but is he, you know, driving himself into the ground because he had to have the best friends help him out in this one, yeah. right? So, what do you think about that kind of narrative uh, with Orange Cassidy? Yeah, interesting because for a while it felt like we were getting that with Trent, 
Mm-hmm. And now that seems to have pulled back a little, and it's starting to spin into Orange Cassidy, maybe? Mm-hmm. I, Orange Cassidy, I think you could have... Orange Cassidy could be an effective heel for a little bit, but I don't know that it would ever... I don't know that people are ready for that. Does no, that make sense? I'm not. This isn't no. burnt out yet, I don't feel like, right? And I just... So here, yeah, I don't know. So don't here's know my idea. Mm-hmm. Well, here's my idea. You mentioned burnt out, and I think that's perfect. Because if I was Orange Cassidy, and it would make sense for Orange Cassidy's character, I would have him just give up the championship. Spick whatever. Hey, this is too much. Yeah. I don't want to fucking do this. Yeah. Hey, Orange Cassidy, you have a a, a tag team championship match, or you have a, a title match at the pay-per-view. No, I don't. That I don't could be where this. like a Trent and Chuck go like, hey, what? Are you fucking serious, dude? You know, be like, this is too much, man. And now they're like, fuck this guy, and they beat him up. And then now we hate the best friends because they, like, fucking turned on. Possibly. But what I think, this is where my mind went, is he he goes, he hands a backpack. He's like, hey, you have a a title match against Big Bill. Yeah, Big Bill. You have a title match against Big Bill. And he just looks at him. He's like, no, I don't. Yeah. I don't want this. And he takes the backpack off, and he just hands it to Big Bill. He walks out. And then you have the best friends the next week go like, hey, we don't know what Orange Cassidy did there. Like, we're what the hell? I, I have yeah. no idea. And then you can run back the Orange Cassidy will try. Remember when we're like, yeah. he's gonna try. Yeah. You run it all the way back to like, he's gonna try. And he's like, no, I'm not. Like, I don't yeah, really man, want to fucking know. Like, are you gonna retire? Well, no, I'm not gonna. Like, I already did it. Like, retire. I already had the title. What does it matter now? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. And then they're like, "Yeah, you're gonna retire? No, no, I'm too young for that." Well, so yeah. do you want to wrestle tonight? No, 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 I don't know what you no. Do. No. no, no, no. I got that thing. Be like, I got that thing. Yeah. Be like, listen, you know, I, I had something to do. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. like that, right? Like, I got something yeah. to do. Yeah, or just leaves him. mid-sentence when someone's yeah. talking to him. So, what do you think about tonight's match? And he just walks off. Yeah. Jeffrey Sills, my other point, he says, Dark Order and the Best Friends should never break up or be heels. They're too over. And at least at current moment, I think he's right with those two groups. They're too lovable. Yeah, they're too the lovable. The only way you can make Dark Order heels is if they are trying to be heels. Yeah. Where they're like, we love them. They're following uh, Stokely Hathaway. Mm-hmm. And Stokely's obviously the heel, but they're like, yeah, we're heels too. It's like, no, you're not. Yeah, we're not. Give us a hug. The you best friends, I, mean? I feel like you could. I feel like you could turn them heels in the right settings, but I don't think we want that right now. No. I don't think we no. want it. <laughs> um, all right. So after that matchup, uh, we have Jade Cargill backstage talking about Ty Valkyrie, who I still am told she's great, but Valkyrie with hip hop music, I've never seen work, but what do I know? Um, and vengeance on rampage. Yeah. Which, um, side note real yeah. quick, uh, scheduling conflict from, uh, Tony Khan's silly ass. And I get it. WrestleMania is two nights, right? Saturday and Sunday. However, silly guy, you're running an ROH pay-per-view on the same night as AEW rampage. Yeah. Nobody watches rampage. Do they? I do, but like <laughs> it makes me want to watch it yeah, less. Probably not gonna Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah. anyhow, what do you th- what do you think about Jade Cargill and this <sighs> Ty Valkyrie hip hop dancer? I mean, yeah i I don't get the feeling that we're dropping the belt to Ty because I just don't feel like we've had enough build. But who knows? They may not really give a shit about this belt, and so who knows? Um. I think we're still getting the same stuff out of Jay Cargill, right? Like I'm the boss bitch. You motherfuckers handle my, this business, right? Um, 
and the band's back together, right? We got, you know, Mark Sterling out there lawyering up. He's got some other, you know, processor with him. Yeah, but I'm still ready for that next thing with Jade Cargill. I don't, you know, like what are we gonna do? She's maxed out. I because I think that mid card title, the I'm the baddest bitch, is the the most you can do with it. I don't think you can go another route with the type of character Jade Cargill is. I think she's told all the stories, right? She did the I fight a baddie. She did the I'm gonna fight a mystery opponent. She did the now I'm on a winning streak. It's like you're done. Kind of like with Orange Cassidy. Maybe have her just go like. I'm better than this belt. I want the big shiny one that, uh, you know, uh, Jamie Hayter has. And so, again, I wouldn't say two people need to re- drop titles because that makes all your titles look stupid. But maybe something. Maybe this Ty Valkyrie that I keep being told is the fucking best. Maybe she wins. Maybe she's good. I wouldn't hate it. Maybe she's yeah, good. I wouldn't hate it. Yeah. Because, again, I think one thing that you may fall victim of is if you build up this win streak to – 130 or whatever like it's going to be a letdown regardless of who beats yeah cargo so i will say this i know of the name ty valkyrie and if we were saying of all the wrestling organizations you know like if somebody's supposed to be a top dog to come in and take that title off i think she fits that moniker so and she's at least sizably a match you know what i mean so you go like okay fine you're right again i wouldn't hate it if she wins this title, um, I just am really interested in the, like, what does Jade Cargill do next? Because this yes. is, it's all good what she does. Like we said, it's all great, mm-hmm. but it's all it's been all done. Same. It's all yeah. been done now. Yeah. All right. So then we get crackhead Dalton Castle, AKA Juice Robinson. That motherfucker sounds exactly like Dalton Castle. Exactly. Yeah. Except for he looks point. like shit. Um, he looks horrible. Like I want to give him a dollar when I see him. He is fucking miserable to look at. By the way, you should give us a dollar. Yeah, give us a dollar. Go on to our website, SpanishAnnounceTable.net. There's a PayPal donate link, or you can use our cash app, which is just Spanish Announce Table. Give us a dollar. Give us $5, $10, $20, whatever. If you want to buy something, you can go to our Pro Wrestling Tea store and get a shirt. Spanish Mm -hmm. Announce Table shirt. You can just search Mm -hmm. for that. I mean, we'd be happy. You know, we'd get a little kickback, and uh, everybody's happy. Yeah, uh, but he essentially says, I'll fight uh, Ricky Starks in New York, and Friday I'm going to fight Action and Dritty. I don't like Juice Robinson. Yeah. I don't like him one bit. I liked uh, him when he was the Earth, Wind, and Fire guy, Captain Planet, yeah. uh, whatever the fuck his name was. Well, yeah, uh, CJ Parker. We got to tweet yeah. the table about that, and this is a okay. good one. Uh, it's from at Brian J. Bay Bay. He says, uh, oops, I got the wrong one here. Where did it go? Uh, uh, uh. uh. Ah, that's the wrong one. Uh, he said so. The uh, uh, wrong graphic. He said so. The Geico caveman wants to fight Ricky Starks now. <laughs> Hashtag tweet the table. <laughs> no shit. You know, yeah. Paraphrasing what that's he said, but that was essentially what he said there. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think it's a good. Um, when I first read it, I was like, "Who's he talking about?" And then I, <laughs> I remember, like, "Oh yeah, we're talking about Juice Robinson here." Yeah. I uh, mean, he looks like shit. Yeah. Is that the thing that he's going for? They call him Rock Hard, and he's a part of the Bullet Club and stuff. So maybe it's something fine. Missing. Somebody calling themselves Rock Hard, you know, fill in the blank name is fine, right? It's 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 a good heel stuff, right? You're kind of like you, sure, right? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's good for a heel, but yeah, he's yeah, he's annoying. He has yeah. a face only a mother could love. He has early Bo Dallas before we all like hipster liked how annoying mm-hmm. Bo Dallas was, right? Mm-hmm. Like early NXT Bo Dallas when people were like, 
reading yeah. the newspaper when he came out, right? And like turning oh, yeah. their back on him. Yeah. That's the feel I get with him with that, right? Yeah. Now. Yeah. He is the needle in the ass Bo Dallas. Yeah. Because he, he's on something. He's yeah. on that fun diet. Pre Bo Rida Bo Dallas. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, so then we get. We've never seen right better home. than Bo Rida, right? I mean that. I mean that was good. top of, of, of entertainment. Good. Yeah, pretty good. All right, hey Tim, it's right before the main event. Mm. You know what time it is? I do know what Tim. time it is. Uh huh. Tim, do it with me here. It's time, time for the, the women. women. <laughs> we need to do like a. It's time for the women graphic yeah. and everything. Yeah, we yeah, got to get that up. Yes. Uh-huh. All right. So we get in our women's match of the night, Willow Nightingale, the sunshine in this dark, bleak world, taking on another person who's not great on the eyes, Ruby Soho. I mean, those eyes that she gives you with the and stuff, it's... Yeah. Looks like she might actually stab you in a back alley, which I think is mm-hmm. the look she's going for. So kudos. She looks like an extra in an episode of Everyone Loves or, or uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. She looks like the villains you would play against in uh, Double Dragon on Nintendo. Nerd. I don't even know what that is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is Double that? Double Dragon? The old Nintendo yeah. game? Yeah, yeah. You're you're too young. Yeah. You didn't no, have like I'm not that Nintendo, much younger. You? Like, yeah. Double Dragon. It was like you, know, you, fought, you fought ninjas and stuff and you fought, you know, punks. Get my old guys in the chat here. People know what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. They sure do. <laughs> hey, so this was fun and kind of standard for everything. Uh, Ruby Soho gets a victory, which she shouldn't have because Willow should never lose the match. Post-match, the outcasts beat up Willow. That brings out uh, Rio and Sky Blue. And then that also brings out Jamie Hayter, which I thought was interesting, without Britt Baker, which we'll see in a little bit. Um, and then they chase off the outcast and then it ends with Jamie Hader and Rio saying like me and you Jeffrey and Sills this- is backing me up in the chat, by the way, says he knows what I'm okay. talking about. Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got the friend. I got yeah. a friend. I got a friend. Double Tom. Dragon. Did they do this? Yeah. Double dragon. No, it was because it was early Nintendo. So it was literally, it was punch and kick, right? You like punch and they like, hi, they, they were celebrate like, celebrate doing this way. No, Double it wasn't dragon. like, no. No, because they, they were cool they, guys. They had like leather jackets and like curly hair and shit. It was the did 80s, they do like a high five 80s. together? There probably was a high five in there. High five. Yeah, this is like late 80s. He's saying Tommy and Jimmy Lee. It sounds like he's got the names going on. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Yeah. I know I've never liked a Tommy. It's okay that you weren't cool, Tom. It's okay. Hey, by the way, I've never liked a Tommy. <laughs> yeah. Hill never. figure. I haven't, lead, I haven't met one anything. that I've enjoyed in my life. Never that much, met a Tommy. Like, if you go <laughs> no. by Tommy. I'm probably Tommy Boy is the closest Tommy I came to liking. <laughs> yeah, that was a stretch. Um, that was a moment in time kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, if your name is Tommy and you come up to me and you introduce yourself like that, I'm going to kick you in the shin. I'm not even oh, going to tell you Tommy, like actual Tommy. Yeah. You don't yeah. even mean anybody named Tom. No, you no, no, mean no. Tommy. 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 Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm Thomas. Like, but yeah, I know plenty I of I thought Thomas you were doing self deprecating humor. I thought I was no, leaning into it. That's why no. I was like, I haven't met one I like either. No, <laughs> I'm talking like, about the person who calls him. Oh, then Tommy. I take it back. I didn't mean it. Yeah. No, those people are fucking weird. Yeah, um, yeah especially in 2023. Right? If you're like especially Tommy. Especially in 1923. Yeah. That's a fucking dumb Well, name. you were Tommy Tsunami at, at one point on this, uh, on this podcast. Tommy Tsunami. Yeah, that's right. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, but we're not uh, going to fact check that, of course. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There may or may not have been an episode title called it, but you know, we'll, nah, I don't nah, so. we'll figure that. Two abs so T Mac here- was the better. Was the yeah, best right. of your nicknames. Yeah. Easy. Two abs team. Uh, uh, so here's where the question I pose to you and anyone else that would care to answer it. Uh, with this women's storyline, how about, just a thought, if you're going up against the outcast and you have friends that'll come out after the match to help you, why don't you have them walk out with you? With you. During the match. Well, because right? the heels, they're like, I don't need... I got this by myself. And then, well, that was dumb because yeah, they don't play by your rules. Right, yeah, they don't play <laughs> by your rules. Idea. It's also like you can have people escort you ringside. People do it all the time. You can have managers. You can have, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. valets. You can have when personal Shawn ring Michaels, announcers. Yeah, when Shawn Michaels won his championship over Bret Hart, he had his trainer, his mentor yeah, walk out with right. him. right. You can have a bodyguard. Yeah, come on. All right. So uh, after all that fun, we get to the main event here, Tim, and it is Adam Cole versus Daniel Garcia. And I'm here to tell you, I like Adam Cole. I think he's charismatic. I think I even told this to my wife. I think the only thing I legitimately do not like about him is his in-ring look, not his moveset. I like his moveset. I like that Panama, whatever the fuck he calls it. I like the knee to the back of the head because that looks like it would really hurt. Like all of it. But man, let's let's ax, let's uh let's push front the positives and hide the negatives. And brother, you ain't got a body that deserves underwear. Like I agree. Daniel Garcia's here looking way bigger than you, wrestling in pants. Maybe look, CM Punk came back and was like, "Hey, I'm pants. not in the best shape. Yeah, I'm wearing pants." So like, yeah, maybe we should be in pants. Yeah. Adam, that's all I'm saying. It looks weird that you're running around in your underwear and you yeah. got the body. He looks tiny compared to even Daniel Garcia, and that would be one of the smaller guys if you line him up. And again, you know, we've had plenty of times where small guys do big things in pro wrestling. Of but course. you're right. Like even Rey Mysterio wears like pants into a into a like a you know whatever. You, oh, I'm straps, not even talking. Right? Yeah, I'm not even talking necessarily about how small he is, which he is. He is when we saw him. He is a small person. I'm just talking about like there's no muscle there. Either. Oh yeah, <laughs> it, yeah, right. It's yeah, just, it it is. He looks like you know anybody, he, any dude, right? Yeah, yeah. He looks like a backup roadie that just got done with a night of partying, walking out to wrestle a match. Like you know what I mean? Oh, I'm in my underwear, guys. I got to wrestle, man. That was a late night last night, and then just walks into the ring and then kicks ass. But like, I just don't like his presence. Yeah, I I agree with that. I I. I feel like I like Adam Cole in principle. Like when he comes like out, I'm like the boom, right? And I get that the crowd loves him. And like, yeah, I bet when if you were hanging out in the room, you'd be like, that Adam Cool guy is fucking, or Adam Cole guy is a cool fucking dude, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cuts a good promo. Yeah. Yeah. Except we've been leaning on the, when they ring the freaking bell, that's what makes me special a bunch with him. I'm well, like, okay, I get I it. All right, that could fine. be his tagline. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, I just, I, yeah. I'm hey, your... s- hey, we're gonna talk about Seth Rollins, who's getting over on other people singing a fucking bad song. Yeah, so, I, less things have been. Adam Cole for me is just that, where I'm like, yeah, he's good, fine, I don't hate it, but I, I also am like, if he's gone, like when he was gone, I didn't really notice. I was, I didn't feel a void, if that makes sense. 
I agree. I got, I yeah. got what you're saying. To a certain point, I did miss them. I was starting to miss the boom and the alcohol, man. I did miss that a little bit, right. but I get what you're saying. So this match didn't really live up to my expectations. Thought it was kind of just standard, you know, cookie cutter, big match back, and it yeah. did its thing, right? Now, here's the fun part, I thought. The funniest part of everything. There was more goddamn confetti in this ring than pyro Fucking that was used streamers. in that death match. Yeah. I mean, geez, yeah. Christ. Yeah, they went Garcia. All out. Garcia was like having to like pull the shit. Well, I love that Garcia was on that too. He's like, God damn it, they had to fucking do all this shit. <laughs> He's like, just, it's a fucking match, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. Jericho's like walking him out, and he's like, God damn, really? All this for the fucking match? The fuck is that yeah. about? You can tell it was like hurting him, right? It was yeah, like, he's like, what the fuck? Is yeah, he should so, start using that. Be like, I'm that fucking special that people got to have fucking streamers when they beat me. <laughs> yeah. So this all led to a post match where uh, Britt Baker comes out, shares a kiss with him. That's fine. Uh, and then Chris Jericho, as you mentioned, comes out and teases that we're gonna get a nine month feud between Chris Jericho and Adam Cole, baby. Yeah. Flip, oh, man. Yeah. I, uh. Yeah, I mean, and I, I like the way Jericho does it, right? He's looking back, but he's not looking back, right? And he's like, this little mm. motherfucker, right? But we but just now, know it's going to be. Which is, even on itself, like, yeah, we know it's going to be nine months. But let's say even if it wasn't. Let's say it was a standard two-month feud or something, right? And everything was going to be fine with that. And it's cool. It makes Daniel Garcia look like Jericho's his dad having to, like, stick up for his baby boy who couldn't get the job done, you know? Well, isn't that his role? He calls him his son. I mean, yeah, I guess. I mean, but I don't feel like that's where we've been leading to with with Daniel Garcia. But I Yeah. I think I think the Daniel Garcia train has left a couple of weeks ago. I, I think we're kinda he I think there's useful. I think there's he could be useful. Maybe he's maybe he leaves Jericho Appreciation Society and he's the fifth guy in Blackpool Combat Club for the blood and guts. Ooh, that'd be fun. Yeah, but no, I think the little, you know, when we were doing all the stuff, Brian Danielson and him and all that stuff, I think that train is gone. I think we're done with it. But that was your AEW Dynamite. Thought it was really fun. Like I said, the only thing that I would have changed is had the Brian Danielson turn in the show instead of Adam Cole doing the streamers. Yeah, like, you know, but that was probably all for like, remember, you're going to see about them on all access. Great. Which let's talk about that. Yeah. All access um standard I, here here's what i will say about it now i know you've seen bits and pieces not the whole thing i watched the whole thing uh it was nothing out of the box yeah there was nothing out of this ordinary whoa crazy now it was all good i think the adam cole story is interesting obviously we know the outcome but the adam cole story in the moment is very interesting i think the sammy Guevara story is very interesting because you see like he really wants to be liked, but but he doesn't get pro wrestling. And that's what the thing that boggled my mind. There's two things that boggled my mind. And this is the lesser of the two. One of it is that Sammy Guevara obviously doesn't understand wrestling. And it's so bizarre because he's so good at it, right? Like, he, I think he likes the gymnastics of pro yes. wrestling. He likes the, check this out, 630 into a DDT into a Falcon Arrow. Whoa, right? Triple spinning but, over your ball sack plancha dive. Right. That'll right. be a highlight on YouTube for years to come. But he said, he's like, uh, Ty, my wife, you know, 
before we were together, she was having these badass matches and people were loving her. And if you recall, that's true, right? She had the match with Jade Cargill. Remember Jade Cargill kissed her and that made a whole thing. You know, she was doing that blood and guts tag team match with uh, Bunny and uh, um, Penelope Ford. Right. Yeah. And then he's like, and then he says, and then we got together and they just hate us. And it's just like, brother, have you never watched fucking wrestling? We don't like it when good people, or excuse me, attractive people are fucking kissing. You want to know why Otis and Mandy were so over? Because look at fucking Otis. Yeah. He's us. He gives okay? the He's hope. us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you have the great looking guy and the great looking girl and they're kissing, fuck that. We have hope That's that everything we, we can, saw. You know, out, you know, that we can like outkick the coverage. You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> like can... Yes. <clears throat> yeah. Like how he doesn't understand that we would collectively i didn't mind it but collectively hate that shit it's fucking just like the biggest blind spot i've ever seen anyone admit it was just bizarre now the thing that was the worst and i'm gonna fall back into an old trope and i'm trying not to trying to stay strong i didn't come back come back come back i'm trying i'm trying because i like because i like the storyline and they had nick jackson was great at the (laughs) basketball event i really liked it but the fucking young bucks. Mm. Okay, so oh god, I just gotta think about my words here. So like, ah man, old old me would be calling them so many four the young cunts right here. Yes, it would have been that again. But I'm not. I'm not. I've moved past that. I'm a better person. Yeah, I said it. However, not however, these fucking guys, <laughs> one will not tell us because because here's the thing here's the thought i had because you told me uh some time ago that your wife watched uh total divas right Mm -hmm. and i believe aw all access even though it's aw that's kind of what they're trying to get right aren't you interested in drama backstage right yep and so they're trying to get your wife to potentially watch this right so that's who i kind of had in my mind is like someone who doesn't watch wrestling so if you're watching this and you don't know wrestling, you're going to ask yourself or even just, you know, out loud, hey, why were they out for eight weeks? And they won't fucking talk about it. And guess what the casual viewer won't do? Look it up. Look it up. Right. They'll just be like, well, fucking those guys are stupid. So that's one. You're yeah. fucking dumb for not just saying the thing. You could have been, you don't even have to say CM Punk. You could have said, we got into a backstage fight. That sucked. We were gone. Here's the thing. Even if you wanted to talk about it, but you're contractually obligated to not, you could at least say that we had an incident that we're contractually obligated, you know what I mean? Due to the settlement. Not and that to talk might actually get people to look it up. Right. Right. Then people might be like, what the, Ooh, that sounds even juicier. And then they, but if you just go like, we don't want to talk about it. Well, then you just look like a fucking assholes, right? Like you just look like petty. Yeah. Bitches. Again, it's, it's assuming that we have some advanced knowledge of what happened here. And maybe we don't. Right. So that's one. And then two, and this was the most insulting thing. And I said it on our Twitter at table show while I live tweeted during this and also dynamite, uh, the juxtaposition of Adam Cole, who legitimately was suffering from concussions may not have a wrestling career ever again, doing all the tests therapy and, you know, training he can do to get right, to get back in the ring over here. And then you have the young bucks 
acting like a fucking ring is something they've just seen for the first time in 10 years and getting in there and going like, I'm rusty and oh, what the hell? And man, good. It's so fucking dumb for two reasons. One, you weren't injured. You right. weren't fucking injured. Yeah. You could have so been working any- out. Yeah. Yeah, you could have went to any fucking wrestling ring, the one in your backyard that I've seen on BTE, any fucking day of the week. So that's one. And then two, it's eight fucking weeks. Get the fuck on. Get the fuck on. You insulting bitches. Like, and again, I don't know if it was them or the editors or but whoever the decision maker in that was. And the Young Bucks said it, so a little bit on them. You guys are the biggest tone deaf dum dums. Yeah, I've ever seen Was on a reality it, show. Like I play basketball. I don't play it super often, but like I could not play it for eight weeks and go out there and still get it. You know what I mean? Like I like I don't I don't be like man. I got where does man? I just can't. Where does the yeah. ball go again? Like come on, man. Like you yeah. know what I mean? Like hand you, me. Uh, yeah, hand me a baseball bat, and I'm gonna be like, well, this is a little heavier than I remember, but I'm gonna know how to fucking swing it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to, yeah. like, stand in the batter's box with guys. Yeah. It's fucking bad. Yeah. You know, it's, like, yeah. heavy at the top. What the fuck? Like, get on with yourselves. That was the most, yeah. like, that's insulting to Adam Cole. Yeah. If I was Adam Cole or Britt Baker, I might go backstage and be like, hey, the fuck are you acting like? The thing with this show, and it's kind of exactly what I expected, and it's kind of why I didn't finish the show, is because, eh, they're not really giving us anything. You know what I mean? Like, they're giving us all the stuff that, like, we already kind of... Now, like you said, if it's for people that aren't wrestling fans, probably better, right? Maybe they see some of this behind the thing and they go, oh, I didn't realize this is, like, a a big production that they do, right? Like, that's that's fine. Um, but, like, just me watching it, I was like, they're not really giving me anything I haven't heard or seen. And I also just get that, like, just as they're not going to talk about the brawl, like, you're not going to really talk about anything too controversial any goddamn way uh you know what i mean like so it's just i, I if something yeah. cool happens on it and i hear about it mm-hmm. i'll probably go check it out but i don't think i'm gonna watch this thing every week if i'm being honest well and can i tell you something and i i, I said this to my wife who kind of was casually watching as she was reading but and, and i understand this as far as like Hey, these are the stories I want. But if I went to go ask these people, they might say, go fuck yourself. I don't want to expose myself or be that vulnerable. Right. Yeah. But if you look at the AEW roster, the young bucks and Sam and Guevara are two of the most uninteresting stories you could find. And they do blogs every week. So their fans already fucking know it. Right. To me, again, I'm not, I'm not saying they would say yes, but my first pitch would be Nyla Rose a transgender wrestling that would be interesting in 2023 to see their perspective. Sunny kiss, a gender fluid individual that again would be pretty interesting to see an openly gay man. And Anthony Bowens, who if at the time of their filming was a tag team champion of the promotion would be interesting to see along with Max Caster and how he deals with maybe some insults he's heard about Anthony Bowens. And then you could even go to old man sting. Hey, you're 63 years mm-hmm. old. The fuck are you doing with these yeah. people that are your grandchildren? Like yep. those are all more interesting stories. Now, again, they all might say not doing that shit, which is totally understandable, but like, 
on the totem pole of fucking ideas of who we want to talk to, Young Bucks and Sammy Guevara are like off the screen yeah. at the bottom. And I just got the feel of like, you know, like when um, Sammy Guevara was telling uh, Ty what match he was going to have, I was like, I she already knew this. You guys ran this back. Like this was mm-hmm. this, you know what I mean? Like the, again, it's full real. You know, which was what most realities are, what most reality shows are. But well, I was like, I don't, I don't need to see this. I will say the thing that felt the most real, and regardless of if it was a great performance or not, uh, but Britt Baker's comments about Thunder Rosa felt very yeah, yeah. not acted. Like, I don't think those yeah. girls legitimately like each other, probably even don't. in the slightest. Yeah, yeah probably that was interesting. That yeah. was interesting. But so, yeah, anyways. I mean, like, again, I think that's what, I, if people are like, man, did you see this on Access? I'm like, no, mm-hmm. what? I may go check it. Yeah. But I, it's right. not appointment viewing for me, at least with what they've shown me so far. It also did feel a little bit like, and Tony Khan created the universe, right, when they started it. I was like, hold on, guy. Like, you're not really endearing yeah. yourself to people that might not already be thinking you're the greatest. Yeah, I will give them credit, whoever the editor was, for keeping in the part where the Young Bucks were like, no, we thought about this. And then Tony (laughs) Khan had some money, and then he was like, that'd be fun. And then we came together and did it. Yeah, there was a little bit of, at the start, Tony Khan (laughs) created the Earths and Heavens. What the fuck is He rested on the seventh day, which was Wednesday. And then Tony Khan saved wrestling. Yeah, it's like, what the fuck? All right, hey, so we got a lot more to talk about, so let's just run right through it. We're going to get into Friday's pay-per-view, kicking off WrestleMania weekend. It is Ring of Honor, Super Card of Honor 2023. I am reading from Wikipedia. Again, we are recording this on a Thursday night. Thursday is when the show comes out, so while this is uh, being recorded, they are airing their episode, so we don't know what happened, but... Fitting matches get added. Tough shit. We also don't watch week in and week out. I mean, you've watched a lot more than I have since mm-hmm. you have this mm-hmm. ROH ticket, so you'll be able to speak mm-hmm. to more of these, but I definitely mm-hmm. do not. Um, so it'll be a, a – I'll, I'll do a lot of swags, which we refer to mm-hmm. as scientific wild-ass guesses. Ooh, I like yeah. it. Swag. Swag. Is that where the swag came from? Like, I, I, swag. I don't think so, no. That was okay. the term we used in the military when somebody would, like, come up with – you know, you'd be like, you'd be like, nice swag, right? Whenever they would come up with, like, a – you know, like, a, oh, it was because this happened or whatever. You'd be like, really? You fucking. So when the yeah. term became popular and they're like, hey, let me see your swag. Where you just be like, I think the earth may be flat. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. It'd be like, that is impressive how, how qu- quickly you pulled that statistic out of your ass. <laughs> just fucking 92% of all quarterback yeah. sneaks are successful. What? Yeah. 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 yeah just yeah. all kinds of stuff. Right. Yeah. So we would call that. It would be like, yeah. So some people sometimes would be like. Is that real or is that a swag, right? And you'd be like, eh, maybe, it's a, maybe it's a swag. Maybe it's a swag. Like it. <laughs> yeah. Scientific right, wild so ass guess. Yeah. And I'm going in the order that Wikipedia has, even though I do know <laughs> what the main event will be. So I might save that one for sure. last because it's not in order. So right. we kick it off with the Reach for the Sky ladder match for the vacant ROH World Tag Team Championship. It is as follows. Lucha Bros versus Top Flight versus The Kingdom versus Aussie Open versus, and I'm not going to fucking try to say it, it's Roosh and Ten, but Love, whatever, and Globley, I don't fucking mm-hmm. know, man. That, you know, nailed it. LFI, yep. that's what I'm going to call them. LFI, do they call them LFI? That's what I'm calling them now. LFI. So again, Lucha Bros, Top Flight, Kingdom, Aussie Open, LFI. Who you got, Tim? 
I feel like it's either Kingdom or Aussie Open. And uh, I feel like it's going to be Kingdom. Not No, because I feel like they're going to go. I get the feel just from when I looked over this briefly that they're going to go a little ROH heavy. You know what I mean? Okay. Especially with this. With this match, with these tag team titles, and first of all, the name, the Reach for the Sky Ladder match, is amazing, right? Like, given with what also, we're talking about, yeah. But the and, the the way that fits with the naming and and how that's like, you didn't just come up with that. It wasn't like mm-hmm. even if you just came with the Reach for the Sky Ladder match, that's a cool name for a ladder match. But its implications for the tag team titles and and who passed away and and that sort yes. of thing is perfect. Yeah. And on top of that, a bit of good news that I saw from a media scrum, uh, Tony Khan has retired the championship belt, so there will be a new design, uh, and he is giving those championships to uh, the Briscoe family, which is a great move, which you wouldn't say that about the other fucking guy, but anyhow. Um, Top fight's a good one. Top fight's a good one, but I could also see Lucha Bros winning if you're saying top fight's going to win. You know what I mean? But like... But I feel like they're going to go Kingdom just because I think they're going to go, like, for that match, like, some ROH hometown love, right? I, I was going to disagree with you. But if I go back to the Dynamite that we were at two weeks ago, it was top flight challenging for the AEW championships, and they were about to win the match, and then the Kingdom interfered. So I think we're going to say Kingdom and top flight are going to be our tag team program it usually works better if the heels have the championships. So for that reason, I will go with kingdom as well with the first challengers being top flight. Jeffrey Sills in the chat says uh top flight is winning the ROH tank. Wouldn't shock me. Yeah. It wouldn't shock me. The only one that would honestly shock me would be the Lucha bros. I think they are such an AEW yeah. staple that it would be weird if they were just like, now yeah, we're ring of honor. Like what? I don't know. Yeah. So anyhow, Love right, that name though. We, Reach for the sky ladder match. That's great. It's yeah, it's perfect. Yeah. Uh, I hopefully hopefully they keep it. Forever. Yeah, I would use that all. Yeah, do a yearly event where the tag teams are going for. Yep, definitely love it. All right, next we get the six man tag team championship match. It is the Embassy taking on Ar Fox, Blake Christensen, Blake Christensen, sorry, and Metalik. If you remember him from. Uh, WWE. Mm-hmm. He was in the Lucha House party. Yep. Yeah. So, who you got in this? I love to make foreigners dance in the WWE, Thanks. right? Yep. Uh, yeah. I Death, think taxes th- and foreigners dance. I feel like the embassy wins this just because they're like an actual team. So, you know, mm-hmm. I read again, not by my own will, but because for you page is fucking trash <laughs> that uh brian cage is leaving mm. aew altogether and might be showing up saturday or sunday night in the wwe uh, which so, would be perfect for him yeah right so That's, it would stand to reason they would lose these title belts mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. now the <laughs> thing that doesn't make fucking sense is every time we've seen ar fox in a six-man tag it's with top flight and this fun fact is not with top flight. So, yeah. Uh, I yeah, it's got to be the AR I'm going to go then. on a limb. I'm going to go. No, I'm going to go on a limb. I'm going to say it's the embassy. And I think Prince Nana pulls shenanigans 
and kicks out Brian Cage, which would be the second time they kicked him out of faction, which would be funny on his way out, right? You got kicked out of Team Taz, you get kicked out of the embassy, go fucking to WWE. You also got kicked out of this promotion. <laughs> yeah, what if like he almost cost them this match, but then Nana does something to like get the tides turned back their way and they get mm-hmm. and then he's like, you know what? You're dead weight. You're the weak link. Yeah, yeah, you're the weak link. I've got your replacement lined up. Somebody else it's comes almost. out. Fucking yeah, almost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Satnam Singh comes out and fucking, you know. <laughs> I mean Satnam Singh actually would be cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um okay. If yeah. Omos so, comes out on ROH, that would be pretty cool too. <laughs> that would be a shocker. I'm gonna say that right now. That would make Brock everybody Lesnar. shit their pants. Yeah. <laughs> All right, then after that, we got a singles match for the ROH World Television Championship. Probably the second most anticipated match for me in the entire Mm -hmm. weekend. It is champion Samoa Joe taking on challenger Mark Briscoe. Who you got? Oh, man. So I haven't seen any of how we got here. Has there been a it's, story to get us here? It's it's been Mark Briscoe says, "Hey, my uh, my destiny is to be the world television champion," and then Samoa Joe going like, "I respect you, but like he doesn't." Like, you know what but I mean? Like I'm gonna have to kill you because you're doing this now, right? Like right. I wouldn't have yeah. brought this to your door. Yeah. But okay. So ah uh, man, so I feel like you can go two ways there, right? Mark Briscoe comes <laughs> up short, and we're sympathetic, and we're still cheering him on, and he's still on his on his quest Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but i don't feel like they're gonna do that because it's you know what i mean it's mark briscoe so i feel like mark briscoe wins i think mark briscoe and i'm gonna put a pin on why because it plays into another Uh, match later look at you um, all right, brought we notes, got... Tom. No, I don't have notes at all. I just <laughs> yeah, yeah. love just swagging it, just swagging it, swagging it, swagging it. You know what I'm saying? All right, then we've got. Doing her best work, and let's be honest, I owe her an apology because I thought she has always fucking sucked, uh, but she is proving me wrong right now. The women's champion, Athena, mm. doing great. Mm-hmm. I hated her as a babyface. Yeah. I hated her in WWE. She was the worst. But now, I like her a lot. Taking on Yuka Saki. Emi Sakura. Nope, it's Yuka, Y-U-K-A. Oh, oh, did it already happen? So tonight, Athena was taking on Emi Sakura for the belt, and if Emi won, she was going to have her opponent picked and ready to defend at the pay-per-view. Oh. Is what he said. It's Yuki. Okay, so then it's Yuki, right? Um, Yuka, excuse me. Yuka, I I can at least say that Oh, that's weird. Yeah, but it's Athena, right? Yeah, I don't know. Jeffrey Sills cleared up for us. So it's Yuki yeah. something. I got Athena. Athena wins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Athena wins. Yeah, I got Athena. All right, let's move on to some more interesting matches. Although, like I said, Athena, I I sincerely apologize. And again, to anyone who's new listening, I don't know these people. Fun fact, whatever her real name is, it's not Athena. So like, I don't mean any ill will towards the actual person. It's the fucking character. Be better. At least not yet. Um, At least not yet. Don't mean any ill will for yeah. this person, at least not yet. I reserve the right to change my mind on on later information. Well, there is one wrestler that I do mean personally, but she knows who she is. Yeah, you know who you are. Yeah. 
Um, all right, then we get for the pure wrestling rules match, the ROH Pure Championship, Willer Yuta versus Shibata. What do you say, Tim? This has no build to the best of my knowledge. I have not seen anything. It is just fantasy match, kind of like dream match. You know what I'm saying? Then I'm saying Yuta. I'm saying Shibata. Okay. No, I'm saying Yuta. Yuta makes more sense because, again, the, you got to have him build up some victories. So beating Shibata would then say, like, see, guys, I'm along Beat with John Moxley right. and Daniel. Yeah, so I'll, I'll go Yuta as I'm well. A firecracker. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a fire starter. Remember yeah. that song? Yeah. By the Prodigy? Yeah, yeah. Twisted fire starter. Yeah, maybe we should make that as fucking theme music. Yeah, yeah, that was fucking. Oh, man. Yeah, why not? If Will Yuta was coming out to that and murdering people, I'd get behind him. God damn, I love that fucking song. I'm on my ready to fight right now. So I'm just thinking about it. Okay, anyhow. All right, now for a title match that uh, has a title that's not in the promotion. For the AAA Mega Championship, we have Commander taking on Challenger Vikingo, who we saw in person. And Commander we saw a couple weeks before that on TV fucking running the ropes and shit. Man, I again without a build, I don't know. So I'm just gonna take a swag at this and call Vikingo. I think Vikingo as well. Uh, Commander, even though he's cool, he didn't come in with the dream match and oh my god, and the main event. He was like, "Hey, it's on Rampage. It's cool. Look mm-hmm. at this fucking guy run the ropes." Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going Vikingo. All right, now let's get to uh, the recently announced match of Tanahashi. Coming uh-huh. over from New Japan Pro Wrestling, taking on Daniel Garcia. We just saw Daniel Garcia lose. It is Tanahashi who lost to Moxley but gave him a hard match. So what do you think happens here? And again, no build. Just a dream match, apparently. Who's dreaming of that but dream match? I'm going to say Tanahashi. Mm-hmm. I think maybe we're going this Daniel Garcia is down on his luck. Well, I think him losing in Ring of Honor doesn't necessarily hurt him. And Tanahashi, I think, peeking behind the curtain, if he says, okay, I'll lose to John Moxley. And they're like, all right, will you come over again? He's like, yeah, we're going to have you lose to Garcia. He's like, I'm not fucking doing that. Like, okay, cool. No, you'll beat Garcia then. Like, you get what I'm saying? It's a, hey, let's make this fucking guy happy for the future. So, yeah, I think Tanahashi as well. All right. And now for our main event. Challenger. Eddie Kingston taking on the ROH world champion, Claudio Castanoli. Tim, who are you picking? Jeffrey Sill says, Tony Khan was on the finest Peruvian powder when he made this card. Um, hey, Love it. Uh, yeah. God bless you. Uh, great. You got any Do it more times. So, <laughs> I'll be over at seven. Um... Man, I again, I I feel like the answer is supposed to be Eddie, but the answer is supposed to be Eddie, and Eddie just comes up short in these things, doesn't he? Eddie's winning, right? Eddie fucking Kingston is winning, (laughs) and then you know why Eddie fucking Kingston's winning? Mm -hmm. It's because earlier Mark Briscoe beat Samoa Joe for the TV championship and Samoa Joe is going to be on a fucking rampage and he's going to murder Eddie Kingston to be your ROH 
heavyweight champion. Then he can truly be the ROH face of the promotion. You're going to have Claudio go with the Blackpool Combat Club, probably do his shit. He'll probably come back and, you know, fourth. But Eddie Kingston will be the transitional champion for Samoa Joe. Jeffrey Sills asked if we saw the video to accompany this match. And I, I, is he Fuck, talking about the, yeah. the interview? 15 yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Oh. That's the interview one. But oh. uh, this one guy who's not oh, affiliated that video. with anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you talk about the, like, where the whole history of it? Yes. If you're talking mm-hmm. about that, we've seen both, goddammit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm excited for this. And, yeah, it's one of my, like, things I'm looking forward to in this whole weekend of, of rest. This is the match I'm looking forward yeah. to because I cannot wait. I will probably cry. I'll probably send you a video of tears in my eyes watching Eddie Kingston, every man's fucking hero, my best friend, (laughs) holding the ROH championship. Oh, my God, I can't wait. Because that's the thing. That's the story that I see happening is Eddie Kingston wins and he plays the story of I'm the underdog. I'm what ROH represents. I am your champion. And then Samoa Joe goes, the fuck did you say about ROH? Yeah, Yeah. You know who ROH is? It's me. Yeah. And then that's the whole thing. You think thing. it represents the underdog? You're saying I was an underdog? Right. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, up in his face, is that what you're calling me? Like, you didn't have no faith in me? Mm-hmm. Thought, you thought it was hard for me to get a win? Like, well, I'm about to show and then, you. Yeah. And then Samoa Joe can say, hey, your, uh, your mentor, Homicide, you know who beat the shit out of him? Me. And guess what? I'll beat the shit out of you now, too. And it's just... That's a fucking awesome story, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. And then Claudio gets to go do this Blackpool Combat Club thing. Yeah. I don't know if you caught that Hangman is... and Dynamite. I accidentally called it the BBC. I don't know if you caught that, and the crowd started laughing at him for it. <laughs> well, that's, he was like, that's just yeah, that's just a British television. Channel, yeah, right. It? Yeah, it's just a yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, British broadcasting company. Yeah, why would everybody right? laugh about that? Yeah. What else would yeah, it be? I don't understand. I don't know. Right. I don't know. Funny that you would laugh. Hashtag Truth Table. Let us maybe don't. Maybe don't. <laughs> maybe, maybe leave that one off the internet. <laughs> what the fuck is this? I oh my god! I'm fucking gonna shut our Twitter down. <laughs> yeah, I thought I was gonna see Mick Jagger. Ah, <laughs> oh, good times. Yeah, he snuck because he was like because they were asking him. Remember, they were like, "Who did this?" And he's like, "Oh, it's the Black the BBC, right?" And everybody just started laughing. <laughs> like the whole crowd started snickering at him. <laughs> Luckily, Don Callis comes in, and you know, I mean, <laughs> yeah, good stuff, man. Oh, um, yeah, good. so this Supercard of Honor, though, this is going to be a banger, right? This is going to be hard hitting, oh. flying all over the thing. There's going to be some blood here. This is going to be, and the crowd is going to be. Where is this, by the way? It is in Los Angeles. Oh man, yeah, the crowd's going to be hyped for this. Yeah, this is going to be good stuff. It's going to be great yep. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Come on now. Well, what might not be so great is WrestleMania, right? This is supposed to be the event of all events, right? Each year, WrestleMania. And maybe, you know, in many aspects, maybe it is still. But it is, we're deep into the era now of this, like, two nights. It's it's fucking 14 hours of wrestling, and it's just tough to get through, which I feel like is a larger cataclysm i don't know whatever you want to say a larger representation of wwe as a whole right it's it's too Mm -hmm. much it's too Mm -hmm. much it's too much of the Mm -hmm. same but we're Mm -hmm. gonna run down this card right we've got uh, well what i will say real quick is i i think that this is going to be an amazing show both nights and this is why i say that is this has 
all the hallmarks of a Triple H led promotion. Go, I've said this before, and I'll say it again now. Go back to NXT. Every week of television was fucking skippable, mm-hmm. and you did not need it. And then the night of a takeover, they ran an awesome video package that caught you up with every detail you needed to know. And then Adam Cole and Ricochet fucking tore down the building. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And so, oh it's yeah, we have some of the best perfect. like like talent in wrestling are still here in WWE. Oh, yeah. We don't want to diminish that. And so, yeah, these no. matches, the standalone matches, will be great. When you're and they're going to have. The, yeah. Well, 10 years later, when you pull down the Coliseum home video and you fucking put in your uh, VHS and you watch this, that still happens. Uh, so. You know, you're going to be like, this was a great show. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Yeah. Well, and I I think you're also going to get big surprises. <laughs> Don't be shocked if uh, Alexa Bliss shows up or a uh, 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 fucking, um, uh, what's his uh, what's, what's the fucking guy? No, what's the fucking guy's mm-hmm. name? The spooky guy. What the fuck is it? Bray, Bray White. White. You see Bray Riot, you know, like. Don't be shocked if you don't see that shit. You know what I'm saying? Sasha Banks. All right. Uh, all right. I talked so, to her. Did I tell you I talked to her? Oh, you did? Kind of. Uh, so Jungle Boy, when I met Jungle Boy, yeah. she was next to him. And so I You said she was sitting Jungle there most Boy. of the day too, right? With nobody. Yeah. <laughs> there was no one there. And this is a prime <laughs> example. Is uh talked to Jungle Boy for a little bit of a moment. And then I just looked over. Like I was just like to get my bearings kind of thing. Yeah. Not like, I wonder what's happening, but I just looked over and we made eye contact and she said, hi. And I said, hello, how are you? She's like, good. How are you? I was like, I'm doing good. And I just walked away. So that was it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't need anything from you. Yeah, no, I'm good. Bathrooms are down the hall. All right. Uh, <laughs> all right. Saturday night. I'm going to go from, this is off, WWE has released this, right? They finally put out their, how here, how we're going to break down the card, which is interesting. Hold on. Like uh. Oh, my God. I got to pull out my hair because of this shit. The fucking, okay, so did you know how they announced this card? Mm-mm. Stephen A. Smith did it on first take. So, what? a few things. Well, guess who he interviewed? Uh. Nick Khan. Oh, geez. Yeah. And so a couple of things that I just fucking hate about this one and Jeffrey, you may be newer to uh, listening to the podcast, so I may be offending you. I'm very sorry. It's going to happen. But uh, pro wrestling isn't a sport. Never has been. Never will be. It's not a fucking sport. It shouldn't be on ESPN, the worldwide leader (laughs) of sports. Yeah, we've said this. It is the toughest thing you could probably do athletically. But it is a performance. It's not a sport, right? Oh, it's a performance. I, yeah, it's and live action going, stunt work. It's mm-hmm. more akin to Cirque du Soleil than a yep. sport, right? Yeah, than a All football right. game. Yeah, right. And that was a one thing going back to AEW when uh, someone uh, Matt Jackson of all fucking people was like, "I hate, I hate when people say fake. Oh, the injuries are really real." And I'm like, "Yeah, it's so fucking. Re- it's real on Broadway too. It's real in any fucking." <laughs> Thing you're performing. Yeah. Will Smith ripped an ACL in fucking Wild Wild West. It doesn't mean that he's doing professional a dancers cowboy. suffer yeah. these same injuries. Yeah, Beyonce's like, dancers suffer these same injuries sometimes. Maybe not you know concussions, I mean? but yes, yeah, I know. What Possibly, you're saying. Oh, yeah. I bet they could well, fall yes. and get some concussions. But yeah, more well, likely yes. the the ankle stuff. Your, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Your, your breaking of bones and stuff like that, yeah. or, or ripping of of tendons, those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that's the yes. first thing I hate about it. Mm-hmm. And then the second thing I fucking hate about it is Stephen A. Smith is interviewing Nick Khan. Yeah. 
And I just know this because I like a little bit of sports business from time to time. But I am aware that Nick Khan, he used to represent Stephen A. Smith. So you think he's getting any fucking hardball questions? No. I almost, I saw this at the gym, Tim. I saw Nick Khan and Stephen A. And then it's like WrestleMania 30, whatever it is. And, you know. First off, they didn't show any highlights of any people. It was just fireworks for six minutes. Fireworks of all past WrestleManias. And oh, I swear to God, I Were had they a CGI 25... fireworks. No, well, probably. But didn't like, they do I that recently? Sw- mm-hmm. Didn't they do yeah, CGI SummerSlam. Yeah, it was SummerSlam. It was SummerSlam. CGI yeah, fireworks. Oh. Yeah. oh, I had a 25 pound weight in my hand. Oh. I, it was so close to just fucking ramming that into the screen. You're about to owe Chiefs a bunch of money, weren't you? <laughs> yeah. But like, Ariel Hawani doesn't give Nick Khan any hard questions mm. because that was his agent. Stephen A isn't going to do it because they're best friends and that was his agent. Like, I'm fucking tired of this. WWE just skates while Tony Khan gets put on a cross and has to be answering questions about a fucking thing he probably legally can't say a shit about. It's still odd to me. They haven't done this in years past, though, where they announced the night by night lineup ahead of time, have they? Well, how many times is this the third time they've done two nights? I don't remember. Well, they started in the COVID, right? So yeah, I guess this would be mm-hmm. the. What, yeah. or did they start two nights before COVID? No, COVID was the first one because that was the night one was Undertaker. That and was AJ the and, and it was uh, the like, hey, we get it. It's not in a thing, so we're gonna give you two nights of it because mm-hmm. fucking why not, right? Like it's got to be different mm-hmm. because it is. The, yeah, okay, so. Saturday night will feature Braun Strowman and Ricochet versus the Street Profits versus Alpha Academy versus the Viking Raiders in what they're calling a WrestleMania showcase match. I'm assuming this is the pre-show. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Street Profits? Street Give Profits it to me up. again. Give it to me again. Strowman and Ricochet, the father and son okay. team. Mm-hmm. Street Profits, mm-hmm. Alpha Academy, Viking mm-hmm. Raiders. Mm. One of these teams are turning on each other. It's either going to be Braun Strowman turns on Ricochet or Otis goes full maximum males Love it. and just leaves Chad I want Chad that Gators. to happen, yeah. So that's why I think yeah. Street Profits, right? Because it's pre-show. We want everybody partying. We're going to get cups. dancing cups. Yep. We're starting okay. WrestleMania yep. off as a party. Yep, 100% Street Profits. Agree. You can fucking yep. go right to DraftKings with this. Maybe you can't. I don't know. <laughs> they're trying you see that they're oh trying. i fucking know yeah. it's so stupid uh ray mysterio versus dominic mysterio i honestly don't think this is bad now we haven't talked about um the hall of fame or anything right but ray mysterio's going to the hall of fame conan's gonna uh induct him uh oh, I I, this is this is mysterio's last match isn't it he's going out so... putting the sun over and dominic's winning Dominic so needs to show up in hope. an Eddie Guerrero car. So help me God. He better come out of the fucking thing in a goddamn Cadillac and fucking doing the shit. Oh. Do one more. Do one more. Have him come out with the Cadillac and his music. Yeah. I lie. Exactly. I, I still. Exactly. Yeah. Now, oh, Jeffrey still says I, street profits break up. No. I mean, look, that could happen. <laughs> could happen. Could it happen. could happen. I wouldn't be shocked. Now, going to this match. This is what I'll say is if I was a casual fan and I go to a friend's house and he's like, we're watching WrestleMania. I'm like, cool. I'll watch it with you. Cause I remember John Cena, Randy Orton, all those stuff, you know, they show me the highlight package. I'm like, this is the fucking coolest story ever. But again, go back to week to week. And we have Ray Mysterio sitting on his hands going, I can't touch you. And then fucking being lame as shit. Right mm-hmm. now, my hope, my hope 
They, oh, fingers crossed. This is what I hope. That that other stuff would be cool, right? Dominic comes out, Lychee still uh, card Full all bullet. that stuff. Does the stuff? Go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All the stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. Which he kind of already does have one. You're right. right, yeah. He does all the stuff. I hope he's working here's on, the, my on the goatee. Like, let's get it. But here's my hope. I want him to fucking take Ray's mask. I want him to beat him and take his fucking mask, and then he puts it on, and that's how he fucking ends Ray Mysterio. Ugh. Right? Oh, my heart skipped a beat there, Tom. Oh, I would Take love Dominic Mysterio. Yeah, mess. gosh. Because, I mean, what more way can you go over on Rey Mysterio yeah. and than... end it? And, like, Ray's actually done, and forever he gets mm-hmm. to be like, I killed my father. Oh. Mm-hmm. Condom, man. Yeah. <laughs> All right, That's so Dominic Mysterio wins. All right, we also get Seth freaking Rollins versus Logan Paul. Uh, didn't these guys already do this? No, no. But I hate this. So Seth wins. I think Seth wins. Sure. Here's the thing I hate about all of this. Side note. Yes, Seth Rollins wins. And again, I'm not saying freaking because I'll say fucking if I'm going to say any of it. And it's stupid. And also, can anyone fucking explain Seth Rollins to me? I've been asking this question for six fucking months. Is he even the Riddler? Is that what we're saying? He laughs a lot because he's the Riddler? The guy's got mental health issues. He needs help. Is that what we're saying? Right. But is that what we're saying? Because the only so. fucking thing that has him over is that people like to sing a, a portion of a song that has a stupid ass chorus and then a big drum solo and then burn it down for no fucking reason. It's as schizophrenic as his fucking laugh. Which yeah, if that's his music is over. He's for, not, is what it feels like. That's yeah. exactly what I'm saying. Like, yeah. that's a th- Cody. Well, we're going to get into Cody here in a minute. And his fucking music is the, and all that shit. But yeah, I hate all of it. Logan Paul sucks. Um, I, I got fucking Seth. Seth wins. Fuck him. Yeah. Seth yeah, wins. says he's a mid Carter. <laughs> Well, Seth wins because Cody's going to win, and Cody's first title defense is going to be against Seth because they got to run that shit back. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's going to fucking win. We know he's going to win. All right, we got Becky Lynch, Lita, and Trish Stratus taking on damage control. I can see this going either way, but I think the the elders win here. No, you think damage control gets the victory? Damage control gets the victory. Trish Stratus turns on Lita. Then we get... Tag team champs, Becky Lynch and Lita versus Trish Stratus and Bailey. Booyakasha! Just give me the fucking pin. I can write any wrestling you need. <laughs> All right. For the undisputed WWE Tag Team Championships, championship, I don't know. The Usos versus Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. So. Uh, yeah, I think it all depends on where you think the bloodline story is going, right? Mm-hmm. But I feel like this is a Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens win this. I think yeah. Sami Zayn's too hot. The story they've been doing here, everybody's behind. And the bloodline, even if Roman wins, can be just fine with the Usos. Because yeah. then it's more of him going like, you fucking have You're disappointed me. Yeah. 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 If it weren't uh, for me, we wouldn't be eating tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Excuse me. Let's uh, also not forget the winless at WrestleMania, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, because they did this shit five years ago against Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan. But we have a short memory, so we totally forgot about that shit. I forgot about um, it. You asked me that. Yeah. And I was like, shit, that was a thing. I forgot. Yeah, it was totally a thing. That was yeah. Daniel Bryan's return match, and it was at WrestleMania. 
And that was a shit Shane way to McMahon. do it too. <laughs> yeah, Shane McMahon. Yeah. Uh yeah, I think yes, down the road one of these two are going to turn on each other. Now, you want me to have the pin? Okay. Uh-huh. What I would do is Sami Zayn turns on Kevin Owens and like the fuck did you think I was really your friend? You idiot, we're trying to take you out. And then he joins the bloodline again. And this is like, fuck you, Kevin Owens. That would be the coolest thing in the world. That would be too many things happening. That would be ECW levels of God, that would be so fun. But Uh, no, I think Sammy and Kevin. Okay, yeah, that's what I think too. All right, the SmackDown Women's Championship is on the line with Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley. And I, I feel like Rhea Ripley would be better to win this, but I don't feel like it happens. I think Charlotte Flair wins because fucking Hogan must pose. I, yeah, well, that's definitely a possibility. I definitely feel like this is going to be the match that I eat dinner or leave to go get dinner because I am not interested at all in this fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Um, let's say Rhea Ripley wins because Dominic Mysterio grabs the foot of Charlotte. Let's say that's that. what should happen, right? I, yeah. If, if if I'm booking this, Rhea Ripley wins this because you know it's just better. Um, mm-hmm. and then we get. For the United States Championship is the main event for Saturday. John Cena versus Austin Theory. Um, I just, I I feel like John Cena is supposed to win this, but he's not winning the United States Championship, right? So this is a, this is a DQ or something, or a, you know what I mean? Like, but he still gets the fucking, you know, FU or something. Like, I, I don't know. What do you got? It's Austin Theory, but I'm going to have fun again because I can do this shit better than them. Uh (laughs) This is how you do it. Yeah. You have John Cena win the championship. Uh, The title. And then the, yeah, he is the United States champion. And then you know how he's, well, uh, maybe, right? You can, no, he's not going to have it that long because you know why? The next night on the biggest Raw of the year, he does, guess what, motherfuckers? We're doing the open challenge again. And that's when. Whoever you're bringing up, being the surprise, takes out John Cena is your new United States champion. Carmelo Hayes or whoever the fuck you got, you know, in the Braun Breaker is going to be the fucking next big thing. That's how you fucking do it. It's going to be Braun Breaker, isn't it? But so that John was, Cena must pose. That's so, what I'm saying. Yeah. John Cena must pose. So that, that's yeah. what I could see. All right. So I feel like it's John Cena posing at the end, but I feel like it might be like John Cena wins via DQ or something. Right? Mm, and then he still gets something. Right. And then, yeah. Right. And, I can and see Austin that. Theory looks like a chump running away. Mm-hmm. But then mm-hmm. it doesn't yeah. end, right? But, it, you know, it's John Cena. He, he can go away. But usually, like, John you would Cena. think, you know, has, mm-hmm. John Cena would be like, we're not done with this. Yeah. No, John. that's why I think, okay, I'm changing my, my pick. I think John Cena does win. Does the open challenge on Monday night, loses it to the next big star. Ron Breaker. And don't be, yeah, and you're easy. Yep. And don't be shocked, again, for big surprises and stuff, if it's Pat McAfee who cost Austin Theory the match. Not bad. Not bad. Wouldn't Not be bad. shocked. Not bad. All right, let's move on to Sunday, the traditional actual WrestleMania. Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez versus Natalia and Shotzi versus Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler. Versus Sonya Deville and Chelsea Green in a WrestleMania showcase match. Uh man, any of them could win. Ronda, Ronda, Ronda and Shayna. Yeah, they ain't paying her that much fucking money to lose at WrestleMania twice. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Brock Lesnar and Amos. Amos should win this. 
almost should win this match, but we're going to get the F5s. We're going to get the Suplex City. Brock Lesnar looks like an orangutan. Wins. Careful who you say that about in this match. I said Brock Lesnar. Get yourself in trouble. Brock um, Lesnar's body type doesn't look human. That's oh, what I mean by that. He yeah. looks like a, like an ape-like yeah, animal no. with his yeah, like no. his chest is like a box all the way down to his knees. <laughs> like, million percent. Yeah. I think so. Brock Lesnar got one up on Bobby Lashley at the last pay per view, right? And so mm-hmm. you know, so we have MVP, be, right? Is in the mix. I, but I'm thinking like that may have signaled, hey, this is this is the end of this whole Brock Lesnar thing. And Omos, as he calls him, takes him out. I'm going Brock Lesnar. I think Brock Lesnar is a safer choice at WrestleMania. But if you're going to try to forever, from now on, start pushing Omos as like the monster who can squash motherfuckers, this would be a hell of a way to... But I don't think he's there A million percent. Yeah, that's the thing. is They've never told us that story before. Just all of a sudden, it's Brock Lesnar and him. So that's why I think Brock Lesnar does some type of f5 off the top the visual rope. is crazy like seeing oh, brock lesnar like like jesus christ and, i mean he's doing like lucha shit yeah. with him uh, like he's bouncing off of him like he's we're gonna get a shooting him. star yeah oh, oh god i hope <laughs> please please but don't just don't die brock don't yeah don't billy kidman yourself over here yeah. all right hell in a cell match and have you seen the the original hell in a cell is back this the gray cage Hell in a Cell is back for this. It's not the like red. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. good. Uh, that eyesore. Edge versus Finn Balor, and by all accounts, we're getting the demon here, right? We're getting the demon Finn Balor. Oh yeah. I too have seen some stuff on the social media that I didn't ask for that Gangrel is going to be uh, involved in this That's opening. That's kind of fun. And there's word that like somebody else may be on loan from a, a rival organization. Um, Christian. Uh huh. Uh, so maybe fun. all that's again, all that is, is the stuff we're not supposed to talk about. Cause that's not, we haven't seen that on TV, but, um, I think that's what we're getting. I think it's hell in a cell demon. We're going to get the brood, right? Judgment well, day. Let's not forget that fucking demon Finn Balor can't stand on the top rope and God fucking hates him and bites him and fucking strikes it down against Roman Reigns. So the idea of him fucking losing isn't anything new. So yeah, I, th- I got edge. Fuck the demon. That thing played out like the played out like the bullet club. <sighs> Fuck the demon. I just feel like, I feel like Finn Balor wins this because like, again, I think Rhea Ripley's not winning and I feel like they're going to give judgment day a, a win here. I see. This is what I hope for is similar to like the Blackpool Combat Club got a rejuvenation turning heel. I wouldn't say Judgment Day needs to go babyface, but you give them all fucking victories and then you have them show up on Raw and like, we're the fucking ones taking over. Fuck that bloodline shit. It's us yeah, now. Like, right. Ooh, uh, yeah, like, yeah, that's what I want. You can start getting some showdowns there. I don't hate that. Mm-hmm. But no, I think Edge. I think Finn Balor. All right. Intercontinental Championship Triple Threat Match. This is your big meaty oh. men slapping meat match of the night. Fuck yes. Gunta Walter. Walter. Versus Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus. Uh, man, I, I don't know who wins, but this match is going to be, this is going to be some titty slapping going on here. There is going to be a lot of just, it's big meaty men slapping meat. There's no other way to say it. And this there is, is going to be, be a s- fight. 
there's going to be so many blood vessels broken yes. on chest that it is going to be hard to look at. Look, I'm just going to tell you, me and Seamus are best friends now. So it's hard for me to pick anyone but Seamus since, you know, we did talk for minutes on end and we have a connection and he is my co-best friend alongside Eddie Kingston. So I'm just going to tell you that off the top of this. I kind of feel like this is prime for them to be like, Drew McIntyre is the Intercontinental Champion now, right? Like, because Gunther's had it for a long time. And they're like, you know, like it's a way to build up the title, Drew, right? Like you're a, you know, you're a main event star, but you're going to carry the IC title for a while. So I'm just going to pull a swag here and say Drew McIntyre. Stands over the sword and a belt. I, that is easily. Jeffrey Sill says there's going to be some purple nurples. Yeah. Indian rug that birds. Is, mm-hmm. That is easily going to be something I could see, mm-hmm. right? That is, uh, I can picture that right now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go Walter for the pure reason of, I think they hate the honky tonk man. Someone needs to beat that fucking record and they're so close with it now. So why then just go drew? And so it's going to be Gunther until that record's broke. And then it'll be one of these. It'd be nice if he would drew. play into that, right? He would pull the Santino. The honky tonk man was the intercontinental champion for 67 weeks. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Raw women's championship, Bianca Belair versus Asuka. Who cares? Yeah, who cares? And I feel like it's Bianca. Really? Asuka. Yeah, she's got the new thing, right? The new... Yeah, maybe Asuka. But I'm going to say Bianca just because fuck it, why not? And then we get the the match of the the weekend, right? Uh, For WrestleMania here, we get the undisputed WWE Universal Championship on the line. The anime American... Oh, excuse me. The American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes... (laughs) versus roman doesn't he look like every american in in like an anime cartoon like he's cody rhodes is just like the like if if somebody draws an american cody rhodes Mm -hmm. oh yeah yeah (laughs) versus roman reigns uh the longest reigning fucking champ of the modern history at this point right um sure you say cody's winning this huh Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm This is the downfall of the bloodline. This is where it all wraps up. I just feel like it shouldn't. Like, oh, well, of course it shouldn't, but this so has been here, nothing. Here. This build has been dumb. This like his. Oh yeah. But this, this is the dumb. question I will pose to you. Well, here's the thing that works in their favor is the storyline is not Cody versus Roman. It's Roman and his family, right? Like, yeah, the loss is the story. It doesn't matter who it's to. Right. But this is what I would pose to you. Cody loses, right? Let's go with your pick. Roman wins. Cody loses. Monday on Raw, what does he do? I don't know. Goes back to Stardust for all I give a shit. Uh, But yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, you're probably right. Like, there's nothing next for him where, and again, maybe I'm misreading all this. And then who, because we've already shown we're not going to let it be Sammy. And... We're not going to let it be, you know what I mean? Unless it's Jay Uso, as we've discussed, which it doesn't seem like they're going to do that either. What do you mean? Like, who's who, would, who would then, if, if Cody Rhodes doesn't beat Roman Reigns here, who the fuck is left to beat him? Oh, yeah. If Who would beat him if, if it's yeah. not Cody? Yeah. Yeah, who knows? I don't know. Yeah. All right, so we're all going to have some adrenaline in our soul. Oh, God. That fucking guy looks like he wakes up and says the fucking Pledge of Allegiance before he gets out of bed. What a fucking nerd. Jesus Christ. 
He's the type of dork yeah. that like stops at a fucking train tracks and looks both ways before crossing. He, like he's him a and fucking his family gather around the breakfast table and tell each other what they're thankful for that day. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> No offense if you do that at home, by the way. We love you. Donate. No offense. It's fucking no. Oh, yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah. (laughs) He's the middle school principal of pro wrestlers. (laughs) Who's Cody Right, the young middle school principal of Cody Rhodes, even. Yeah, he's the hip one. He thinks he's hip. Right. Yeah, not the old guy middle school principal. Not the you know, (laughs) the new guy. Hey guys, hey guys, you see that trend on TikTok? Yeah, he's the young one that they hired because he was cheaper. Uh, (laughs) They they made the old guy Uh, retire. He's tenured. Yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. His background's in PE. Man, I think you've turned me. I think Cody Rhodes wins this now. Motivational speaker oh, Cody Rhodes. Oh, the motherfucker that cured racism. Cody Rhodes. <laughs> you said you can't give Homelander the belt. TK knew better. Yeah. Jeffrey Sills in the chat. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so hit us up. Uh, hit us up on Twitter. Let us know what you, who you think is going to win what matches. Uh, mm-hmm. Same with the Supercard of Honor. Uh, let us know that, too. Um, I don't know. You got anything else? We've gone two hours into this episode. No, I uh, love we've it. We've shared yeah. some good laughs and, and you know... It, uh, <laughs> I can't look at Cody Rhodes any other way now. Uh, <laughs> we'll just invite you all back next week. Uh, you know, we're done swagging out. We're done. <laughs> the Spanish announce table. <laughs> <laughs>